What is going on, everybody? It's episode 234 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Nation. It's Mary. I am unreasonably giddy today about our new YouTube banner. <laughs> Brett was making fun of me for it earlier. He's like, wow, Mary is laughing and smiling about something other than someone else's misfortune? This is crazy, unexpected. Very strange to me, but I do know how much pretty colors and, and cute <laughs> shapes pacify you. Yay! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you so. might as well turn on Paw Patrol or Coco Melon. Yeah, for me. <laughs> one day we're going to have Coco Melon <laughs> playing in the background. Like, uh, everybody... Like, I hear the jingle. I'm like distracted. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest host today. Would you introduce yourself, sir? Hi there. I'm Ian Crossland. What's up, everybody? Good to see you. How you doing today? I'm great, man. And are you guys talking about the logo? Are you talking about this TV with the rabbit ears? The, the, the TV is staying, but what we've did, the banner on top of the YouTube t uh, page has been changed yeah. and kind of streamlined. It's much more... And the uh, profile picture, too. Oh, yeah. looking good with the heartbeat. Yes. I actually had one of those TVs with the rabbit ears yep. when oh. I was like 15 in my, my bedroom. That's Fiddling cool. with rabbit ears was a big part of my... <laughs> childhood especially if you were trying to get into naughty channels that you're not allowed to <laughs> no uh but I, I was thinking about it i would have to buy a tube tv if i wanted to play duck hunt right now really like, well yeah the the gun only works uh i mean i'm sure wow. there's maybe an emulator or something that you can do that allows you to use it without it but as far as i know you can only play duck hunt with a tube tv uh life hack or duck hunt hack i would say take the the, the light gun up to the tv and Put it up against the TV and pull against the bottom of the screen and just pull the trigger and it'll hit a duck every time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bass Pro Shops had Duck Hunt. Oh yeah, available to play or in no, store. Uh, Deer also, Hunter. I remember. Um, I'm still watching Mr. Robot and they have a version of it in the show called Mallard Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, there was a, I was looking at a bunch of generic like costume ideas. It was like instead of the Justice League, it's like the 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 uh, Good Citizen League or something like that. And it's just a bunch of like generic dime store knockoffs of various. It's like Spiderman instead <laughs> of Spiderman. Does he just carry a shovel? Uh, he's, no, he's just uh, it's just Spider Man, but uh, the like but the logos, yeah, the colors are all switched around and everything. So you were like thinking that. about having a costume? Uh, on Monday. I was. Well, no, is that no, correct? I'm not. Are you? Yes. Uh, what are you going to be? I'm what? not going to tell everyone now. It's going to be a reveal. I figured it was going to be some yeah. type of. She's going to save it for the. For the for the day on Monday, we got a. There's gonna be a costume contest here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Ian, do you do you dress up for Halloween? I haven't in a long time. I used to go as a ninja. Uh, I don't know, man. That's what I did. All the, I was a ninja all the time. Yeah, like, multiple just, like five years in a row. I went ninja. I think my parents just liked it because it was very easy to make. S super easy, badass. You get a pair of nunchucks, of course, foam nunchucks. I think the other one are. Uh, Illegal. It's actually illegal to own nunchucks. I got Whoa. the sword that we would go to the state fair and you'd get a plastic sword, and I would wear the plastic sword. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. It's good times, guys. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff to talk about today, so we are going to get into several things. We're going to talk about journalists and activists coming together as one to make everybody's life a little bit more miserable. Uh, they're, they're, they're basically saying that you should not go see... Wakanda forever on the opening weekend if you are of a certain complexion because that's the world we live in these days. They probably want different water fountains too. Uh, after that, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Disney and some very surprising news regarding their demo as far as their viewership breakdown on gender lines. And they kind of go, thank you. They go through gender, a bit of gender line information on all the streaming services, which I believe, she's not here today, throws cold water on Hannah Claire's opinion that only men buy, buy streaming services. So we'll, we'll look into that. And then afterwards, we're going to talk about Halloween costumes related to the, the original article is talking about whether it's okay for children to dress up as Encanto um, because that's, you know, 
they're not fun because kids aren't allowed to have fun anymore according to the experts you're literally not allowed to have fun so we're gonna do that we're gonna get podluck we got a bunch of other stuff it's friday we're hanging out so if you guys are ready we will get right into it mary are we ready ready Ian, are we ready ready all right so it says uh (laughs) social 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 Social. Social justice activists say white people must skip Black Panther Wakanda forever on opening weekend. Let's just show this insane TikTok to everyone. We're going to. And we can all just like let it sink in. So it's uh, we got it right here. I'm going to skip through this because I don't know if that's copyrighted. This message is to all our would be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. Just the gigantic (laughs) SJW glasses say it all, don't they? Who, uh, uh, Originally, my question was, is this a joke? Because there was some stuff right. that came out about this when the first Black Panther came out. it's such a messed up thing to joke about because, yeah. firstly, it implies that there are people plotting to... Do them harm. Do mass murder at movie theaters because of Wakanda Forever, which is... There, there's no evidence to support that, and I don't think that you should even, like, joke about that, firstly. Yep. But secondly... Uh, you're telling paranoid people to go in front of movie theaters ready to get in confrontations with anything, anyone that walks up they believe to look suspicious. Um, <laughs> and, like, thirdly, it's just, like, race race relations aren't really something that you're supposed to joke about on TikTok anyway. No. It's, like, actually pretty serious to bring that subject up. So it's just... I am leaning towards complete sincerity from this woman. And, and the reason I even thought it could be fake is because some similar stuff came out when they were advertising the original Black Panther, uh, that they were saying something was saying something similar. I thought maybe this it's person like, was playing a jo- like was making a joke. But it's like Dark Knight fear-mongering and then Joker 2019 fear-mongering, yeah. where yeah. they, like, journalists want something cataclysmic to happen at one of these screenings it which shows how ghoulish they are let's talk about journalists because we have this yeah. here from the so my original inclination is that that was fake it's tiktok anybody can make a tiktok but we have blue check journalists uh scott menzel says i challenge all non-poc critics and journalists big and small to email their pr contacts and give up your seat to tonight's wakanda forever premiere or tomorrow's screening to a critic or entertainment journalist of color voices matter representation matter tell me this is not a psyop to suppress the box office numbers of Wakanda Forever's opening weekend. You're literally telling the majority of people planning to see it to not go. It's also extremely racist to assume that, like, black people are poor and can't afford to go to this movie, which was super unbelievably racist to me. Yeah, I mean, imagine the reaction if you just walked up to a random black person and were like, do you want my charity? Do you want my my ticket to this movie? Because you can't afford it, clearly. Like, what? 
I, who is that woman, by the way? It's, that, it's just a random. Per, it's just an activist on TikTok. The, the reason I wanted to cover it was because of the journalist who also is parroting that belief. He also yeah. says, "I already gave my seat away for tomorrow." My conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat, is that he found out that the runtime was two hours and forty <laughs> minutes, and he's like, "I want to go." Two hours and forty minutes is oh. way too long. He's I'm like, sorry. I don't care if you're trying to make this into some kind of memorial for Chadwick Boseman. It can be a normal length. He's like, "I will just." I will read the cliff notes and, and I'll report on it later. I'm not going to this. It's two hours. Well, minutes. it's How people can I who have that? already been invited to early screening. Yes. Well, also they're saying that, that like uh, give your ticket away to a, a journalist of color. How is that person just going to get in? They're not just going to let a random person right. in. You have to have a name attached with your ticket because you come from a specific outlet. Remember, journalists are all picked beforehand. They're not going to let in people they have not vetted. Well, they don't worry about calling for a gesture that's actually like feasible to accomplish. Yeah, not feasible. They just want to scare people. Yep. And I, I'm worried about who is taking this message seriously because you can't win with these people. If you don't go to the movie, then you're not supporting representation in cinema. And then if you do go, you're taking a seat. You're actively taking a seat away from someone who could be seeing it and feel represented. It's like, you're the villain in this situation no matter what. And I think Wakanda Forever has had like some problems with its marketing that has sabotaged it from the very beginning. Even though the original Black Panther movie was incredibly successful and they didn't need to rely on this messaging to promote the sequel yeah. at all. What was it? What would they do wrong? Well, essentially the message is this movie is not for you. And then the proper way to respond to that is always wrong to someone. Yeah. Right. There, there is like, no right answer. Like I saw these insane tweets about it uh, from people saying, you know, just because this movie isn't about you doesn't mean that you need to criticize it. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. So uh, someone responded to the trailer getting posted uh, originally for Wakanda Forever saying like, why should I care about this movie? And it's I'm sure it's just somebody who was dejected with all of the Marvel films. And that's why they said it. Mm -hmm. Not because they are like actually a hateful person. Yeah. And then someone replied, this movie is not for you and that's okay. Not everything has to center around you. It's such a presumptuous thing to say. Like 
Did that person criticize it for not centering around them? Well, also, that's a question you ask someone if you're actually asking them what, you know, what is your pitch for this movie? What's the hook? What are you trying to do to get me to actively spend my hard-earned money to come out to the theater? Like, movies are extremely expensive these days. To go to a movie, uh, if you're going to get popcorn, if you're going to get drinks, tickets not at a matinee time, you're spending 50 to $60 minimum for, like, just yourself and one other person. More if you're going with the family. Hundreds of dollars get spent. You can't just market on guilt and divisive, weird, we should all be at different drinking fountains, identity politics, which is what they want. Uh, I don't know where we go from this as a society if everything has to be judged on racial lines. It's kind of sickening. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I saw a tweet reacting in a, the other extreme saying, because of the toxic racism of the Black Panther fan base towards white people, I'm boycotting Wakanda forever. The MCU is not a place for you to exhibit or project your hate. I don't even like that argument because it's one thing if the cast is doing that. I, they, the, the cast can't control how the fan base reacts. Yeah, and I am sure that if the cast or people involved in the creation of this movie saw this insane TikTok, they would be like, please don't listen to this person. I want you to support what I just Come spend your put money. out yeah. there. Like it's actively hurting the people who produced this movie to discourage people from seeing it on its opening weekend because the opening weekend influences how the next weeks go. Yeah. yeah it's, that's my first thought. It's I, as a producer that it's devastating to have yeah. your fan base come out and tell people not to go. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, one thing I've been pointing out lately is like critics might affect your opening weekend box office, but word of mouth mm-hmm. is how you keep your drops from being super low. That's how you keep things going. Right. It's with good, uh, mm-hmm. with good word of mouth. Now, if you know that Wakanda forever is going to appeal to a certain part of your fan base because of representation. I understand that point. But also, there needs to also be an element of universality and relatability to the film for everyone who goes to see it. And that's what the first one accomplished because they made so much money off of it. You can't sabotage the sequel with this same tired marketing scheme that alienates people the and divides mo- them movies should be movies and tv shows should be based around universal concepts and principles that can appeal to a much larger maybe not for everyone but for a larger group than subdivided into categories that yeah. you can't control like your race your gender and your sexuality and stuff like that the snark is what gets me the yeah. most here's another tweet that said A message to anyone complaining about Wakanda forever. Not everything is made for you. You are selfish to think otherwise. The world does not revolve around you. There are people who connect to these stories and characters. Don't like it? Find the exit. And they were referring to The Little Mermaid as well. And it's really preempting so much hate and vitriol where it doesn't exist. I haven't seen anyone on social media after scouring through Twitter... I haven't seen anyone saying I'm not going to see Wakanda forever because it doesn't represent me as a white person. Yeah. Well, and, and nobody. Should In be fact, sing- it's the exact opposite. Nor it's like uh, it, nobody should be saying that about anything. Like anybody of any race and gender should go see a Batman movie right. or uh, or any type of movie just because you want to go see the movie, not because of the people in the movie look like you. And remember, like the fear mongering that preceded the release of Joker. the 2019 Joker. Yeah. I think that that ghoulish 
twisted desire to see something go wrong and to see people actually fear for their lives in seeing a film that they like in theaters is like just so sickening and something only journalists will shamelessly put out into the ether. Oh, the journalists are the evil people here. They they are. The the journalists are the one that are looking to divide everyone for clicks. They don't care who sees it. They actually are rooting for someone to attack a theater showing this movie. There was a movie about that called Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were just, his job was to go around at night and find out, find horrible car crashes and murders and deaths and, you know, break the story. Gets to the point where, spoiler alert, is that okay? Do you give spoilers? That he starts creating the conflict in the the chaos so that he can get clicks on his, uh, his stuff. It's, it's a, Modern journalist nightmare. It's like uh, what's it called? Uh, hero homicide with firefighters that start fires so that they can be the one to go in and save the day, right? Yeah, yeah. like that's uh, journalists. Like, well, there's nothing bad happening in the world. I wonder if I could make something bad happen in the world. Journalists are literally the people shouting fire in a crowded theater. I yeah. was like, what? If, I think this is last night before I fell asleep. I was thinking, what if I woke up tomorrow and everything was cool? Like, would people <laughs> would people be cool with that if everything was fine? I. I mean, I no. look at Twitter and I think no. I, I, I know Twitter, it's almost like people are addicted to the yeah. chaos well, or the yeah. hate or the. It's not even chaos; it's the evil. It's like yeah. people are addicted to the evil, and without it, they feel lost or something. It's really starting to disconcert me. Well, you they think, need an antagonist, yeah. so they'll create one if they have to. Well, even people that just like dra- like overt drama all the time, like that's a personality type that will never make sense to me because that's that type of stuff is really draining to me. Having to be inter like interpersonally combative on a regular basis is not something that I'm I would want to do. But there are some people who I'm not talking about physically combative. I'm talking about uh, psychologically uh, when you communicate with people. There are people that look for that type of drama in their lives and it gives them fire. Like it gives them energy to be like that. And I will never understand that mindset. But that's, you know, you're never going to get a world where it's just cool all the time. Yeah. That, it would be nice. It's, I think it's a form of empowerment to to battle conf- yeah. conflict. And like that girl that was saying, don't go see the movie was very much like it was like a, a power creep. Like she was seizing, trying to seize yeah. power. Do this. And when you do it, do it this way. Well, also like, notice like, I'm affecting you. She still wanted you to spend money on it. She still wanted you to go to the theater and spend money on the tickets, but give your tickets away. I wish there was a way to judge movies based on how much they were enjoyed as opposed to how much money they made. Yeah, that's, I thought that's about what, that what you too. look at for me. I, I never look at how uh, I, I never care about how uh, how like well a movie's made. For me, a movie it's all about how it left you feeling when you left the theater. Like I can I can like look at a movie, see all the objective flaws, and as long as I still as long as I find the characters likable and the story concludes well enough, I can forgive a lot of flaws for that. I well, want to talk about the the journal uh, about the lady here in this article where she says uh, I, I'm trying to picture her logic. Where are you going to find the poor people you're going to give the tickets to? Like, are they just going to be out? Craigslist. Are they just going to be outside of the theater waiting around? Is that what she's imagining? This is like, setting people up for the most awkward interaction yeah. ever. It's like the the story Tim Tim would tell when he would go to the when he's like, "Do you want my tickets? I'm going to stand outside the theater and wait for a murderer to come and kill you, and I'll I'll save you. Yeah, I'm going to be your white savior. It's, like that's so just like, are you insane? They're like, insane. who would take that kindly? I, I don't imagine that. The and people... I'm just I'm picturing some spaghetti armed redditor sitting outside of a movie theater pretending to be a big strong bodyguard. 
But they wouldn't stop anyone. Ta- stopping to take a soy face picture. Like anyone who actually would fall for this nonsense is not capable of being a human shield. No, not at all. Uh, it just. It, but I wonder if this is one of those things. The things get better in society as long as this type of propaganda and what she did is absolutely propaganda. Like as long as that exists, do, do things get better? Can we move past it? Nothing can be cool and fun and uniting anymore. Look at like old videos uh, covering the box office opening weekends for um, the the old Star Wars movies Mm. and how diverse, like actually diverse, Mm. the lines waiting for that type of movie. Geek culture was always more diverse than just about every other culture to begin with. And it's been Hell the most yeah. unfairly maligned yeah, for being as not- being in or as being exclusive. Yeah. To yep. a certain type of person. That never was the case. Nope. It was uh the, I mean you'd hear the the jokes about like, you know, oh what's your favorite oh name three of their I mean, okay, arguably maybe it was exclusive to men. But even then it's like that's, that's just who it naturally attracted. Those are the people who naturally enjoyed that genre and sure there was a minority of female fans for certain films but like that's just how things naturally parsed out yeah there was no rule that you couldn't see or enjoy things because of your identity or your sexuality or your race when i was younger it seemed like boys were nerdy girls were never really nerdy you'd have a few girls that you might consider nerdy but it seems like there's a lot more nerdy girls now i don't know why it's been kind of democratized uh fake geek girls I love it, yeah. by the way. The, uh, the, and, and well, we t- we're going to talk about it later in Disney that they're, the, the marketing is going hard to push girls into these spaces that they naturally like. Society literally, like, evolution is not is telling them not to go here, but <laughs> like, uh, late, late stage capitalism. It's a joke. It's a joke. But like, these corporations are like, no, you're going to go in here because they're just looking for new demographics to cover. And then you have activists like Kathleen Kennedy. To making shirts that say the future is female and automatically dividing Star Wars down gender lines in like 2015. Like you just can't win. You can't no. win. Um, I don't know if this is going to happen outside of these genres. Like nobody's going out to. Okay, let's go back. They made bros. Nobody was going out outside the theater telling straight people to not go see bros. They were trying to get straight people to go see the movie. They just did it badly. They just didn't know how to market it. Right, but we're, were, we're going to talk about yeah, that as well gonna, further. I, but I'm just identity politics in general don't work. Not for realm. business. Not I don't think business. so. Well, I, I don't. This push for like uh, ESG, environmental, social governance, is very strange because it's like identity politics trying to take, trying to trump like voting with your dollar, which, which is what uh, you should be doing for everything. As unless, soon as the power goes out, you're just back to voting with your dollar again. Yeah, unless uh, a movie or TV show. Or a video game, whatever uh, you have, features adult sexual themes, then I understand why that would exclude certain ages from watching it or playing it. But otherwise, the message around a product should never be, this is not for you. Yeah. Because nope. people will listen. They will not go see you, your thing. Uh, like, like the Velma yeah reboot yep. series is that uh, out that yet spinoff from hbo max i'm not sure if that's out yet um 
but like I wouldn't know anyway because they told me it wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> nobody is going to watch it if you tell them not to watch it explicitly. There's a there's a weird desire, and not we're getting now into the creators where the creators want to tell you that something's not for you. That's not this. Yeah. That's not the case here. Nobody working on Wakanda Forever is telling you to not go see it. It's just no. weird, weird fans of Disney. If they saw this, they'd activists. have to condemn it because yeah. they're like. Why are you actively trying to sabotage this thing that we're passionate about? Yep. I still think this journalist just didn't want to go see the movie. And like, <laughs> how can I get out of it and still look like the good guy? And this is what this was his uh, his way to do so. Maybe. He and then the, the TikToker journalist or whatever she called herself. Just, she called herself an activist, a yeah. social reform activist. She just wanted to get free tickets. Yeah. She's like, she's mad that nobody offered her tickets to the movie, to, to the premiere. Is that that girl in the thumbnail? Yeah. The, yeah. No, no, no. That's uh, one of the stars from the movie. We're talking oh. about this, the one from the, the video. That oh, we yeah, yeah. Earlier. That's that thing behind you I was yeah. looking at. No, that's the, the lady who starred in the movie. Oh, yes, yes. That's her. Yeah, no, yeah. Yes, that's her. Different thumbnail. Different thumbnail, cool. guys. So we will, uh, we'll see. Yeah, the glasses are, are the glasses even real or is that They're a filter? They're a tell. Is no, that, those are real. They're real? Okay. From this, like, you couldn't tell. Those are real. Uh, it's just... it's. Can't believe it's it's been so long since current year 2015 and there are still chicks on college campuses wearing glasses that look like that. Uh, <laughs> they look like helicopter landing pads Oof. on their face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go, let's go to Super Chats. Waffle Sensei said, Ian, we missed you last night. Cheers. Oh. Bro, freedom wins. I didn't know you were not. Thanks, dog. Yeah, Jack Posobiec made a surprise visit. Oh, look at that. I took the, the evening off. Looked like a fun show. Rega Tan said, Ian, did you ask <laughs> him why he won't play Elden Ring? No, I never did. But I'll tell you why I won't play Elden Ring. Okay. I'm just not into those kind of games. Not your, not your thing? Do you guys ever play... Uh, Dane loves those games. What is the, what's the... Uh, what, Dark Souls? Yeah, the Dark Souls. Adam Krigler was a huge fan. He always kept trying to get me into it, but... Just a little too slow, and then once you figure out how to beat it, you just beat it every time. There's no like replay, as far as I can tell, replayability. Mm-hmm. I'm a vintage. Okay. Uh, mine's like eight uh, bit, sixteen bit, and sixty four bit and under. I'm huge into turn based strategy yeah. games, man, all the way. Like I'm gonna go play. What's what's next? RimWorld, the new RimWorld expansions out, where you can have kids. God, that game's phenomenal. Excellent. Caper Two X said, "Peeps, Brett Cooper is dressing up as Kim Possible for Halloween." Are you planning to dress as your hero, Ron Stoppable, to match her, Brett? The, uh, the world wonders. Calm down, Mary. Howdy, Ian. I don't think that would work because uh, she's taller than me, so it, I don't think the costumes would line up. She, oh, I can't remember if Ron Stoppable was. I, I'm assuming taller or shorter. That would be fun, though. <laughs> you should do it as an overture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Potatoes for Seamus said, "Rega Tan, what's your favorite part of Elden Ring?" And then Regatan responded saying, uh, Limgrave is my hood, Seamus for potatoes. So, uh, <laughs> yes, and is Seamus for potatoes different than potatoes for Seamus? We may never know. <laughs> Keys said, is Timcast any closer to filling the empty time slots? I need more people talking about stuff in my ear. <laughs> well, what time are the empty time slots? What I empty time slots? I guess between when we go off air and yeah. when they go on air? So, so from from 6 5:30 to to 8. Yeah, that that hour and a half is So you need a show from 5:30 to 8, is that what you're telling me? That or maybe maybe get some food. Uh, you know, just try your... to tolerate your own thoughts. Hey, that's ho- that's not easy. Hour? That's not easy. That's, the Pascal uh, challenge i was thinking about it the other day because i was thinking about like how much time i spend like watching stuff with the like paused but i'm actually looking at my phone when when that's happening so i'm not actually alone with my thoughts 
I'm alone with whatever I'm concentrating on on that screen. Mm -hmm. Very rarely do I, like, I'm not really alone with my own thoughts these days until I go to bed. I mean, when I'm working, but that's not really being alone with your thoughts. You're, you're working. Yeah, you, uh, the, the challenge from Pascal is to have an hour to yourself just in a in like a dimly lit room just like nothing no entertainment no sounds um no books sensory deprivation tank you ever use one of those that's an extreme version of it i don't know if i would be able to do that that'd be great rogan takes mushrooms and goes into those things <laughs> of course <laughs> he does sounds of course phenomenal. he does that sounds terrifying i love it Krembus Bembus said, love from IE, I think that's Ireland. Keep doing your thing. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Big Dave sent us 199 without a message. Thank, Thank you, you. Bad Adam 12 said, the cast could reject this nonsense and refuse to be involved with it. We all need to start ignoring these films. Don't watch or comment on them. Let them die on the vine. I don't think it's Wakanda Forever's fault that some parts of their fan base are toxic and Granted, putting I, I out content like this. Disney doesn't help. Disney, no, um, yeah. at least when you when you think about how the Star Wars creators and the people in the Star Wars fan base are, Disney isn't exactly doing they a They respond job of, to only fake astroturfed controversies yeah. that forward their agenda. Yep. I don't think that anyone involved in Wakanda Forever would realistically respond to this activist and say like, hey, uh, please don't put forth a message that excludes certain audiences yeah. from watching our film. I'm sure we'll see a co at least a few articles that have like annoying headlines leading up to the release of this premiere. And with, afterwards. Uh, talking about the fake importance of a movie that is not actually culturally important because no superhero movie, regardless <laughs> of who makes it to the topic, is actually culturally important. After it's out, then it's going to be... If you didn't like Wakanda Forever, don't talk about the fact that you didn't like it because then you're... Uh, demanding that it should be about you, yeah, and that you're you should be at the center of it. Bad app said, "Are the segregated drinking fountains going to be filled with pumpkin spice lattes and Kool Aid?" Both, both, both. You mixed together. Mixed That's toge absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> B Mafia seven one six said, "Movie recommendation." 2047 Virtual Revolution. This movie speaks to what is happening in today's society. I will have to check it out. I've Possibly never seen it. Metaverse related. Let's see it. Terrence Rice said, "Play Hyperlight Drifter. It's a 16-bit style re reminiscent of Zelda in gameplay. Very cryptic story. Great combat. Also, SJWs need to chill out." One of the, no the types of games I was enjoying a lot, like uh, on 64, was like the old racing games, like Cruising USA, uh, in San Francisco. Uh, what was it called? Uh, San Francisco Rush, like really good like driving games that like very chill i used to play a lot of pole position on the atari good times it was kind of a joke but i did <laughs> no i actually played a lot yeah, yeah i think it was pole position i never hadn't i mean atari was before my time yeah 1983 yeah, something I, was, like that. I wasn't quite around yet it was pole <laughs> position nate parrot said hey crew love you guys ian you should try a game called phoenix point i think you'll enjoy the gameplay my dude thank you and i also did see hyperlight drifter look pretty cool but you know, games like real time games where I can't like pause. Well, you can probably pause and get up and walk away. But I really like turn based stuff where I can take my time, and then if something else comes up, I can like go Do address the people in the room and kind of let the game be in the, you know, on the side burner. Right. Dude, I love talking video games. By the way, if you guys want to go deep, man, I'm playing Slay the Spire last night, or I was watching a lot of gameplay footage of a Maz playing Slay the Spire. Highly recommend it. 
keep keep those super chats coming. Any kind of video game content <laughs> yes, you want to talk about. more recommendations. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on, guys. This one is very interesting. So if you guys don't know, me and, me and Hannah Claire have, have gone back and forth in the it's past. It's a very interesting yes, debate. Where she <laughs> says that she believes that only men buy streaming services. And I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of straw manning her argument here a little bit. What she said is that men are more likely to By be the subscribers on multiple on subscription-based streaming platforms and then women are likely to just share accounts with those men who have the subscriptions and that means that like even if we see v uh, like viewers on these streaming services skewed female they might have a subscription account that is owned by a male i think i thought her argument was that men are more likely to have multiple streaming services and women aren't maybe I, women it, are likely to <laughs> pick their favorite yeah. one and not multiple and it's then evolved. men will have multiple and share it with like women so so this article says disney plus skews heavily male yeah. and it ex might explain the star wars and marvel failures that is insane to me to think that disney plus of all of them would be the one that skews towards men yes star wars and marvel are uniquely uh were used at one time male dominated properties right but now they're marketed almost exclusively to women and people that are just generally fanboys of disney which i would still assume are women well marvel and what is this marvel and star wars little boys love those in the 80s yes. man but we're and not now they're all 45 years old it's because of what they've acquired yeah. onto the platform that uh, attracts a more male skewed audience but it's not but it's yes but those men are now in their 40s and they're being told that they're bad on the yeah, show total yeah it's ironic so so it says the ratings for the shows have been in the gutter and various professional analysts and wall street executives have doubted both brands ability to bring in disney plus subscribers let's look at this graph here so it shows gender skew by platform catalog and this is the most interesting part is the only ones that skew male are disney plus and hbo max hbo max not even by that a much. lot but they it, have dc Content, yeah. Well, the and and DC animated, and they've got Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, I imagine, skews male, yeah, uh, and a lot of other stuff. So uh, between HBO Max, it looks like HBO Max and Amazon Prime are the most are the most closely gendered, right there. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Amazon yeah, and Prime. then Netflix is slightly female skewed. Yep. Peacock and Hulu are heavily female skewed. I think that's because they have reality shows uh, and also shows like with female protagonists like Dropout, uh, like The Act. But Apple TV like, is like almost all pretentious. True crime. Apple TV is almost all pretentious art house type stuff. So I would have imagined that that, that that would have stuff. skewed men. Um, but Disney Plus skews 14.6% towards male audiences. So I'm wondering who the hell this stuff is for because they're literally being sold products that tell them that they're bad people, i.e. She-Hulk, right? Right. It's ironic. They've had um, these properties that they used to love acquired by Disney and then Disney has perverted them, but they keep them as as subscribers because they likely forgot that they ever yeah. bought the platform in no, the first the, place. Right? I think the men are just glutton for punishments uh, for punishment. Are they? Yeah. And they're men that just, uh, that just put up with it and don't realize that the people that are making this stuff are actively anti-male. Like I said, mm. Kathleen Kennedy had the shirts and the 2015 well, when they were, when they were working on the force awakens, it said the future is female. That is a very, very clear 
identity uh, inclination that they're working towards identity politics and making about a, making it about anything but what it should be about, which is fun. It's easier to give a platform a chance to impress you than to uh, find out that it's actively uh, using things you love to spite you and then ending your subscription. That's a like a lot more effort is involved in ending a subscription than starting one, of course. Oh, yeah. That's what? how they work it. Has anybody and ever tried to cancel an Amazon Prime subscription? Yeah, they it's make hilariously it intentionally difficult. almost impossible. The button moves to like different parts yeah. of the screen. It's like, are you so sure? It's like a big But are you mind sure? Are game. you sure? Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's that aspect to it. And then also... They change the order of the button. Like, right. confirm is always on this side. They move it over to this side. Uh, like, yeah. for the final button. Yeah, they do everything in their power That's to keep you from... for probably all subscription yeah. platforms, but Disney Plus is no exception. And just psychologically, like, you're more likely to put up with things yeah. um, after you. you started a, a subscription than to finally put your foot down. And we can also see that people are expressing their distaste for what Disney Plus is doing with... Marvel and Star Wars because of the massive disparity between audience scores, uh, audience ratings, and critic ratings on things like She-Hulk. Uh, we see that, you know, remember when we were reviewing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, mm-hmm. we saw a precipitous drop in we viewership did. week by week as they were putting that show out. And... That means that the fan base essentially told the platform what they want and don't want, and the producers of these shows still don't listen. They don't care no. what what reception they get. It's all about the message and the impact they think these things can have on um, new people, like new audiences who weren't familiar with it to begin with. Yesterday we were talking about, um, I think somebody like misinterpreted what I was saying, and it might have been my own fault for, for language, about like, I, I think they thought I was calling Fast and the Furious a guy's only movie as if there was only men in the movie. But what I'm saying is that uh, when you're operating in a space that would generally be men, it makes more sense and you don't have to work as hard to make it feel like it, like the world actually fits together. Whereas uh, when you insert female characters into roles that don't seem like they fit anywhere within that world, you have to work harder to suspend your disbelief. And one of the reasons that so much of this stuff doesn't work anymore is the shoehorning of stuff into spaces where they wouldn't normally go. And that goes hand in hand with these properties that aren't selling well, like your uh, She-Hulk, like any of these ones. Uh, they're making an Agatha series based on the character from WandaVision. But like those, those kind of work, I just, they don't, they don't divide things up the way they used to in a way that felt like it made sense with characters. And when something comes across phony, you'll never be able to get away from that and start over again. And it's not just that they are hateful toward men, but they're also overwhelming the viewers with volume of content. It's all quantity over quality on Disney plus. It seems. I feel like if you want to empower women generally as a marketing tactic, uh, say like you have a, but you want to do it at, at a mechanic shop. Uh, okay, you don't go in there and put up like women are the best all over the walls because mechanics primarily, I would imagine, are men. Let's just yes. assume they are. Yeah. Uh, what you want to do is go in there and empower men to be their best selves so that it trickles out and then begins to empower the women around those men. Mm-hmm. You do not cudgel them. 
Well, there was there was the diversity, the UCLA diversity report that just came out recently that was talking about gains and losses based on gender, uh, race, and all this stuff. And it's the most depressing thing to look at, just how much effort they go into to subdividing everyone into categories. Yeah, and more than that, I think if the psychological game here is that they're going to pervert male skewed entertainment to cudgel men yeah you're going to make men more antagonistic towards women by Mm. doing that if they feel that they can't find any place where they're accepted or just not hated yeah then you're going to further divide men and women not empower women also one one very very interesting part about this article is if you if you notice that disney plus is 14 percent skews male hulu is 10 percent 10.1 percent skews female hulu is 70 percent owned by disney so they actually keep from both sides of the spectrum and win either way because disney owns so much because anywhere anywhere you run yeah you can't get away from (laughs) it you're gonna get stuck with disney stuff uh but I see less of the, like, you don't hear a lot about divisive politics coming out of Peacock because nobody cares about Peacock. Because it's all about, you know, watching the Real Housewives battle it out. I'm not sure if that's, uh, I thought that that might have been Peacock, but I'm not 110% sure. But all of them, like, in general, I guess Paramount screwed up. That might be Showtime. Yeah, Paramount screwed up when they did the Halo series and then just they kind of fell into their own Disney spiral when they did the Halo series and they're like, uh, they took Doesn't Master Chief. does Paramount Chiefs. have uh, Top Gun Maverick? Uh, they that's own, probably yeah, a big that's, draw. That's Paramount. Well, yeah, and they have Yellowstone, which is a, or no, Peacock has Yellowstone. Paramount Plus has 1883, which is a, a Yellowstone prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all of those shows, and um, what was the other one that he did uh, with um, Jeremy Renner? Uh, Mayor of Kingstown or something? Something like that. Uh, based on uh, a guy who's like working in the prison system. But like those are generally less divisive to me than the big ones. It's really just Disney and Netflix where you see the worst. And of course, we've got it with Prime with Lord of the Rings, but in general. Yeah, the um, battleground of critic versus audience reviews is common between all of these platforms, regardless of how they skew. You don't hear anybody arguing about crap coming out on Apple TV, because like, what the hell comes out on Apple TV that people actually watch? Gutsy. Uh, was that? Uh, yeah, like, I, That's I'm, why I thought Apple TV would skew female. They have these stupid uh, docu series or yeah. like autobiographical documentary content. Um, Netflix, like seems Hillary like, Clinton and <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. Somebody asked us talking to, to Megan The Stallion about yeah. feminism or something. People tried to ask us to review that. I was like, no, hell, no. life is too short. <laughs> I mean, I am a hate watcher, and even I have boundaries. <laughs> yep. So to me, uh, they, they talk about these, ex- these shows that did exceptionally well, like most in-demand digital original series by platform in the United States, Stranger Things being the highest rated out of all of them. Not That's extremely divisive. At least I don't think so. I think Stranger Things no. is considered uniquely. We had a weird discussion about Millie Bobby Brown earlier. That she's uh, she had a really annoying article earlier that I wasn't a huge fan of. But well, you don't she's attach talking her. about that. You have to whine about feminism before your movie comes out, which is a Noel Holmes too. They're like, yes, unrelated. We have to, yeah, you have to whine about feminism. Yeah, yeah. So we've got that. We've got The Mandalorian, very highly rated. Also created by two guys, not. Uh, uh, women and starring a male character. People didn't care about that. Then they fired Gina Carano. 
Uh, Our flag means death. I have not seen that. The boys highly rated, and we've talked about the boys being uh, one of the kings of like marketing to one group but then somehow uh you accidentally got success with another group and then ended up hating your fan base yeah who uh which one is the handmaid's tale is that hulu oh i don't remember i don't know which one who released uh the handmaid's tale believe it or not i'm not the target demographic for the handmaid's tale neither am i uh so i out of all of these i watch hbo max and hulu the most i've only been watching amazon prime recently because that's where um, Bosch is on and I'm just going through that show again recently and sticking through it but otherwise I watch uh, HBO Max and Hulu the most uh, it feels like. Handmaid's Tales on Hulu okay it's on Hulu so and I don't know anyone Peacock has WWE <laughs> that feels like that would skew oh, mail true. Uh, that feels like that would skew mail yeah and I thought that with HBO Max Discovery that merger would make it more balanced as well well I don't think that that's uh, all that content's been moved over yet. Yeah. So we'll see. I just. Where's the Great British Baking Show? Women love th- that they? one. I thought that was on Netflix. I don't know. I don't I remember. It was on Netflix. Also, we have this art, this thing from uh, Disney CEO asks if the company is too woke, says it will cater to audience. What did they, What did he say in this, Mary? Uh, he essentially dodged the question. Yes, yeah, he's is, like, is really what happened. <laughs> But they, when, I, when they asked him about uh, criticism that Disney has become too woke on Wednesday, Bob Chapek said, the world is a rich, diverse place, and we want our content to reflect that. There's nothing wrong with that, but the problem yeah. is that they, the, the content that's for everyone is marketed for everyone, but then the content that they make for the what they call the rich, diverse place is always marketed as that type of content rather than just good content that everyone should watch. I like that Bob Chapek kind of seems like a soulless executive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when they asked him about personal attacks against him, he said, my mm-hmm. own personal feelings aren't really important. I love it. What's important is how people think about our company. <laughs> and people really do hate him. I, I name-searched him on Twitter and found... That uh, people just think he is a soulless robot. I love it. I, I'm here for it. Like, I don't like JPEG because I think he's kind of awful at his job. And I think he caved to the poli- to the political side of stuff when the mm. uh, parental rights and education bill became a big deal in Florida. But really, he'll do whatever he thinks is <laughs> the most PR friendly. But I love and the, sometimes he yes. makes mistakes. I love the archetype <laughs> of the soulless executive, the soulless defense lawyer, like, I love the guy who just puts his job first and leaves his feelings out of it because we're in an increasingly feelings-based world where everyone's basing everything on how, how they emotionally react to stuff. I like the idea of Bob Chapek making all his decisions, or David Zaslav, going through and just taking his, his uh, Warner Brothers scythe and just cutting down everything that doesn't, isn't going to make any money because he doesn't give a crap about identity politics. He doesn't give mm-hmm. a crap what gender you are. His question is, are you, we're about to go into a recession. Are are you going to bring in any freaking money for this company? Recently, Bob Chapek had some comments about animation, I believe at the same <laughs> yes. press yeah. conference that really pissed people off. I think he that said, was a Wall Street Journal. Yeah, from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Um, he said, when adults put their kids to bed at night after watching an animated film, they're probably not going to tune into another animated movie. They want something for them. And then people posted these, yeah. you know, exceptions that they to that rule that they believe appealed to adults like The Lion King, Tarzan, up Wally, um, they talked about like uh, even um, 
Like, all, of all of Cartoon these, Network in the mid two thousands. Like all of these non CGI yeah. animated movies that yeah. they think are all age appropriate, and they thought that he just sounded like a stuffy boomer. old boomer for yeah. saying that. Yeah, and he is. So someone made fun of him saying. Uh, Bob Chapek quoted saying, animation is for kids, babies even. And I'm not a baby, I'm a big boy. And big boys enjoy grown-up stuff like CGI. Following, <laughs> followed by announcing live-action remakes of all beloved animated classics. Um, so, so that, I mean, when you think about it, Disney <laughs> is very cynically, like, they just moved from subgroup to subgroup, making things to, uh, to market to very, very small groups of people. All the live action anime, all the live action videos are just ways of selling something that will both uh, appeal to the adults who can then bring their kids to it. It's literally like, okay, we got this one, we could get just the kids in the seat. We got this one, we could just get the adults in the seat. How can we get both of them to come at the same time it's very soulless and depressing in how a way. can we get both the parents and the kids to go to the little mermaid reboot yeah at the same time make it live action and make it woke yeah that's the kids will be oblivious too oblivious to care yep. and the parents will think that they're instilling values in their children by watching it and he did kind of step in it when he when Disney decided to get involved in politics. It's very stupid, and I hate that part about Disney. But I don't uh, I don't care about Bob Chapek. I love the archetype of the soulless CEO and the soulless defense lawyer who will just do anything for money. I love it. <laughs> Pro capitalism here. I love it. That's uh, that's what it's all about. Because so. it's anti synergy. Yes. It's like no, we don't have company values, and we don't make decisions based on what aligns with them. I'm sick of companies telling me <laughs> that they have values. Right. It's not your job to have values. We were talking about that in regard to uh, Adidas and Kanye West, how they cut ties with him, supposedly Thank because you. he said things that don't, quote, align with They're company values. And it's like, you could just admit that that was because of a dive in your stock price. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, oh, do, do the sweatshops. honest. Do the sweatshops you guys all operate yeah. align with your values? No, they do not. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't matter. Just be like, look. He was making us money. He's not making us money anymore. We're, we're cutting ties. I would have more respect. It's kind of like whenever, um, have you ever noticed, like if you like read like a CNN or an MSNBC, God help you if you do, but like sometimes they'll make an article or write an article that accidentally comes across semi-fair to the other side on both sides, right? Like if you're, if you like Fox News or, or, or Newsmax or anything, you get like, I get like personally, I get a little bit excited when I see a little bit of fairness from both sides towards the other side like and i'm more likely to trust you if you're just honest with me right so if disney just says look we're losing money by doing something this way at least they're honest like i don't expect you to have values you're a corporation filled with uh rich and entitled people at the executive level and daily workers who make a, a pittance under you all of which have different values upbringings and ways in which they believe living life is right or wrong I don't expect one cohesive view of the world from something like that. That's stupid. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. But it is puzzling that at times they just don't behave in a way that shows profit is king. Like That's yes. they, they put out uh, something like Reflect on a heavily male-skewed platform because it aligns with yeah. with the values of 
you know, some people at the top of their company. Some of that could be born out of those workshops that are done for diversity programs, uh, yeah. proof of concept ideas. There's a lot of money to be made in creating proof of concept art and things like that that could lead to stories later down the line. Mm -hmm. Like they've got the money for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, and it's one of those things. I just, I want a little bit more honesty from these people, I even if it's too. soulless and like, it would be funnier if one of these companies like, look, we're inherently corrupt <laughs> and we just want to make a bunch of money. Is that okay? I'd be like, yes, yes, that is okay. Like, it's better than lying to me. Yeah. Like, I just, just tell me you want to make Unfortunately, I don't think they'll ever do that. Just tell me you want to make a crap ton of money. It's, like, it's kind of like uh, Jeremy's Razors. He's like, stop giving money to people who hate you. Give it to mm -hmm. us. Like, I don't need you to be a good person. I need you to not freaking, uh, to just tell me uh, a pitch on how to make money. Yeah, but if money were really all that they were after, I think that they would yeah. be trying harder to uh, prioritize quality in the shows that they're putting out, especially. Then I have a, an interesting question. Remember in 08 when the, ba or when the banks failed, right? Is there such a thing as, as these corporations? Are they too big to fail? Is Disney too big to Any fail? Of these, are they too big to fail? They're too big to fail, but not too big to be overtaken, at least by a bigger competitor. I don't think anybody could buy Disney. Like, at this point, I don't know who would buy Disney that it wouldn't make it a monopoly. Not in the near future. No. But, um, you know, it's possible. But I just think about all these, like, Disney doesn't just own Disney. Disney owns a bunch of small newspapers and, and media companies and all mm -hmm. these conglomerates and stuff like that. And you think about the power that that has. Like, when they bought, when Disney purchased 20th Century Fox, they weren't allowed to, to buy the news uh, branch of it uh, because of, what do you call it, the... Not anti-slap laws. The, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Wait. What do you mean? Like they weren't allowed. Trust you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they they weren't allowed. Okay. Yeah, they they weren't allowed to buy it because of they already owned ABC Media or ABC News or whatever. So they weren't allowed to own more than one news network or something like that. I could be misremembering that. Okay. But I'm just thinking, like, is there like any company that are any of these companies so big now that they just wouldn't be allowed to fail c considering how much money they bring into the economy every year? Those would be like Blackguard, Vanguard, or yeah. BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, they, which own collectively the three companies, 14%, 15, 16% of Disney. They own See? between 14 and 20% of like almost every publicly traded corporation yeah. on earth. Uh, so those are the monopolies. Are they too big to fail? I don't know. No, because if some if 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 it gets sour at the top and the people that own those companies become hated, <laughs> thank, thank you. you guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. By who? Governments, militaries, aliens. Yeah. I don't know. An asteroid could come and knock them out. Like they're not impervious, impervious. But mm -hmm. I don't think that there's any intention to stop stop their monopolies at, at this point from the people that run the show. I just always think of these companies like and people are like, well, uh, get woke, go broke. I'm like, not really. Not, no. not with Netflix, not with Disney. What it is is like, if anything, being being akin to the, like being in tune to stuff like this is just a great way to start picking stocks for the future. Like every time you see something bad happen to Disney, go and buy in just a little bit uh, because eventually the stock will recline back up. It always seems like they always rebound. I know Disney yeah. stock is down. But Remember they, the subscriber loss for Netflix? Yeah, they never had a, anything to worry about. No. They might um, sell like the people at the top might one day decide like it's time Disney's done now. They sell all their stock and IP and then crash it completely and bankrupt the other eighty eight percent of the stockholders and take like a thousand times their money and then create a new company with the same power because they're still invested in them. Yeah, you could see stuff like that. I trust no, none of it, and nothing's too big to fail. All right, that's good. All right, let's go to the super chats. 
Carnell said Brett ought to consider going as Garth in hockey gear for Halloween or go as a gun rack. That would that a gun is, rack would be a little more difficult. That would be freaking hilarious. <laughs> I'm so down. Solid Monkey said, Ian, if you like turn-based games and D&D, you should te- check out Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. It's a great RPG. Is it? I have Kingmaker Pathfinder, which I like quite a bit. NYC Diesel said, Ian, favorite SNES RPG? Oh, yeah. I saw that ahead of time. Final Fantasy VI, which on the Super Nintendo was Final Fantasy III, hmm. but it is the sixth Final Fantasy in Japan. Dane loves Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, man, we have great conversations. Dane, where you at? B Mafia seven one six said you can bundle ESPN Plus with Disney so that you could explain the larger mail subscription. That makes that makes sense. I'm not sure mm. if that's how that would because it wouldn't. You list- can also bundle like your Amazon subscription with Paramount Plus and HBO Max. Yeah, I don't and know. And Showtime, and maybe also. Peacock? I don't know if those go. Uh, I'm assuming the money splits then between yes. Amazon Prime. The Amazon Prime just gets a cut of whatever they get to subscribe through there. Yeah. Thousand Foot Deep End said, I can't help but think part of the reason for more nerdy girls now is feminists telling girls that nerdy stuff was a no girls allowed club they needed to force their way into, like the Boy Scouts. Yeah. That's, that so was- they're not genuinely interested in the those products or that entertainment also i want to point out dead man pointed out that there was a a typo in the in the name today oh what was it it? uh i had people uh people white people oh my gosh (laughs) that's three in one week guys now brett is gonna go on his instagram story again and and openly just shame shame himself put a couple commas in there so his journalist tells people White people. Refresh I'll put it in parentheses it. to sit out what kind uh, of firm. Refresh it. See, see if it changes it. I, I changed it. Oh, I don't know if you can change it midstream. Yeah, you did. It fixed midstream. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it worked. It three worked. in three in one week, guys. I'm having oh, a fantastic. I'm having a fantastic. Week I need to week. keep a closer eye on. You I am when so you're happy. I am so happy. It's for, thank you for telling me that I'm basically uh, belong on uh, a bus that is not a regular bus. <laughs> <laughs> Updates on Brett Dasovic Instagram story later on. Later on. Uh, This is, I'm so glad it's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. I am so glad that it's Friday. It's happening because it's Friday. Yes. Uh, Luger Lynx said, playing RimWorld right now, winter is hell and my slaves keep dying, or at least the ones I'm not using as a blood supply. Yeah, yeah. I like the new vampire storyline. I'm looking forward to it. Matt said, happy Friday, PCC. Just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Love the show, and thanks for all the hard work you put in. It shines through. Well, not when I'm spilling out thumbnails, but other than that, you know, we're, we're doing, doing we're, great. We're doing great work other than the thumbnails. Well, we have text. a new YouTube banner, so that's enough for me. That's, yes, I'm we're, we're good still with excited the new about it. With the new YouTube banner. Unreasonably excited about it. Halls and the Kid, speaking of which, said, Ian ever played... FF Tactics Advance? Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics Yeah, quite a bit. And, uh, but I made the mistake of power leveling excessively so that I was so strong I ran into a random encounter with a bunch of chocobos. And the black chocobo that scales to your level, the high-level chocobos are un- unbeatable. They're, they have so much range, and they move and they hit so hard with ice magic and stuff, that, so I couldn't, I couldn't beat the game. A random encounter stopped my progress. First time that's ever happened in a video game. How often do you play games? Probably about... Uh, between two, eh, between two to four hours a day, and then I try to watch or gameplay footage. Yeah, a lot of my playing now is me eating like something and watching a, a pro play the game I like. 
How do you think that like became a th- like? Who do you think was the first person who realized that other people would like to watch other people play games? We used to do it when we were kids. Like yeah. we'd take turns, and I'd watch my brother play, or I'd watch mm-hmm. my friend play an RPG. But for a living, I mean, I had no idea. That's crazy. No. I mean, PewDiePie obviously was not the first no. to do it. He did it because he saw other people doing it. It just happened to blow up for him at the right time, right place. Reptarded said, "Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you." Potatoes for Seamus said, "Brett, it's okay. I still like you." Well, thank you. Like, just just don't have me write out. Yeah. You know, like, if you're getting married, don't have me make the invitations or or any type of anything that involves spelling. It'll be your invited with without an apostrophe. Yeah. Uh, uh, invited <laughs> your. Yes. All right, guys. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, so, um, is it okay? Halloween is here. It's it's right around the corner. It's next Monday, right? Monday. And yep, um, what that Monday. means is uh, all of the people that literally believe in not having fun ever are coming out to let you know that you're not allowed to have fun. Your kids are not allowed to have fun. Uh, it says, yeah. is it okay for white kids to dress up like in Kanto characters? Experts discuss cultural appropriation. Experts who, by the way, likely don't have children kids, yeah. and would never nope. uh, have to be the ones saying, I'm sorry, sweetie, even though you love Encanto or you love whatever that movie might be, uh, you're not allowed to dress up as that character you love because we're white and we're not allowed to do that. I want to read some of this because it's the language, it's the, it's the I was a social science major mm. that's written all over it. So it says, every Halloween, the phrase cultural appropriation comes up in conversation. Not with normal people, it doesn't. So what, <laughs> so what is that? How do we explain it to children? You don't because they're children. They don't need to have it explained to them. That You're just ruining their lives. It's your own fault. And how can families make sure that Halloween costumes aren't distasteful? Boiled down, cultural appropriation is when someone dresses up as a person from a group to which they don't belong, mimicking skin color, clothing traditions, or hairstyle. Examples of cultural appropriation in kids' costumes, kids, co- kids' Halloween costumes that are described as Mexican or Cinco de Mayo that come with a sombrero or ponchos, Arab uh, with robes, or Native Americans uh, or the Native American princess theme they call it uh, with a feathered headdress. These costumes often draw on racist or discriminatory stereotypes, says Shannon Speed, the director of the American Indian Studies Center, an association in association professor in gender studies and anthropology at ucla native american costumes for example depict people with extraordinary traumatic history of genocidal violence and brutality listen okay with adults with adults i could understand these arguments i still think you're an overly sensitive douche but with children there is none of that malice to which you're attributing to wearing these costumes you could say that the adult is ignorant of the oppression or whatever of these groups i still think you're just being an anti-fun loser (laughs) but with children they are not wired that way because they have not been through enough to understand what that means they just want to portray something that is interesting to them that brings them joy when you're pointing out that some costumes play on discriminatory stereotypes you're correct if you're talking about justin trudeau Yes. Okay. Yeah. That I'll understand. Okay. Blackface, totally. Yeah. That's a discriminatory that's o- stereotype. That's with, the only one on there. Yes. That I, that with I agree a legitimately with. hateful history. But when you're talking about a 10 year old who wants to dress up as a character from Encanto or from Coco or. 
Moana. Uh, yeah, or the, Moana, or uh, what was just, the other one? Raya and the Last Dragon. They're just kids. Any of these movies. Mulan, Jasmine and, uh, and Aladdin, yep. any of these characters. They don't have the same malice, the same context at all. And it's ignoring that nuance is placing so many of your own biases and it, like your unflattering thoughts yeah. onto children who do not have those unflattering thoughts. They also mentioned that you shouldn't dress up as prisoners because of the disproportionate representation of African-Americans in the American prison system. Nothing. You're literally not allowed to be anything but yourself anymore. Well, they don't seem to mind if you dress up as an ax murderer. What's wrong with people? Well, Why are you okay? no, no, they're mad. You're okay they're, with that? They're, they're mad a psycho about psycho killer, but you don't want them to have darker skin or something. What? They're mad about uh, real life. Like you're not supposed to go as Jeffrey Dahmer this year. That's bad. Uh, so these right, are, these right. are the red flags for cultural appropriation. It says, does your child's costume represent a culture or race of people to which they don't belong? Does your cost? Does your child's costume play off stereotypes about a group of people? Does your child's costume celebrate or exploit characteristics of a group that aren't encouraged or accepted in daily life? They're children. They're not exploiting anything. They're just going to get some damn candy from a bunch of people By the on way, their block. Totally valid point, Ian. If Halloween is about uh, making fun of what's scary and frightening and what, like, makes you fear for your life so that it has less power over you. That's essentially what play is all about, even in other species. Yes. That's what Halloween is about, and kids love that. Um, why is it okay to put fake blood all over yourself, uh, dress up like an axe murderer, dress up like Jeffrey Dahmer? People are people are murdered every day in this country. Isn't it offensive? If but dressing up with like a sombrero on is more offensive than trivializing murder. I mean, I don't agree with making rules about any of this stuff, but clearly it's a double standard. And because of the popularity of Monster, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix... Now, you're not even allowed to dress up as him because he's a real person. I don't know. Like, where do we draw the line? It just depends on who you ask. And a lot of these people don't have kids, so they don't understand that they, you know, Dude. clearly don't have the same bias as they do. I love it. That's that third one. Red flag is does your child's costume celebrate or exploit characteristics of a group that aren't encouraged or accepted in daily life like a murderer okay. or a zombie. Yeah. Someone with rabies a like vampire. a wolf man. Yeah. Remember? Someone that would bite your yeah. neck and drink your blood. Not encouraged in daily life. Renfield syndrome. That's a real thing. I played that character um, once. Uh, also, I want to point out this. Remember what you said about these are the people that don't have any kids? Yeah. Uh, it says one question Varner suggests that you ask your child how do the power of stereotypes play into your costume? They won't know what the hell you're talking about, you psychopath. They're children. Like, uh, what? I like Stereo candy. what? I like stereos. What? 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 <laughs> you freaking nut job. They want to ruin everything. And you know what? I can accept you trying to ruin everything to adults. Leave kids alone. Leave them alone. Let them be wondrous. Let them push boundaries that they don't know are there because they're children. You ruin everything. All these people ruin everything. It just pisses me off. I agree. Uh, so I mean, are you not allowed to dress up like a soldier because that stolen is, valor? Yeah, like, or it's like pro-military. So you're you're definitely for going to war for oil if you dress up like a soldier for Halloween. Like, none of these things are getting 
extrapolated by other kids. This is all about experts who are in academia or extremely insulated from the real world. They don't know what people to actually talk about with their kids. It's, and it, they're trying to parent today's children for the parents. And this is partly the parents in our society's fault for raising our kids on tablets and television and Nickelodeon and Disney and not actually like... You know what? If you don't want kids to dress up like characters from another culture's story, then don't introduce that story in the first place. Don't make movies like Coco or Encanto or Moana or Mulan or any of these things. Don't make any of those stories if you don't want kids to like them and want to dress up as those characters. Like, do we not want... like? Is, the idea to make everyone so terrified around other cultures that they won't spend any time around them anyways because they just don't want to offend anybody? Is that the point of this? The hell's the point of this? Uh, uh, the point of this is that they want to parent today's children on behalf of the parents. Yeah. Really. And I, I don't think that any real people outside mm. of academia are having these conversations. In 2016, Disney discontinued a Maui boys costume inspired by the film Moana. The brown outfit intended to resemble a Polynesian person's skin and decorated with tattoos sparked complaints of blackface. Uh, a cultural anthropology professor at Brigham Young, uh, it's Tavita Kali, I, I think that's pronounced, uh, at Brigham Young University in Hawaii told the USA Today in 2016, the tattoos, which are common in Polyne to Polynesian chiefs, were removed from their cultural context by appearing on a Halloween costume. The Maui costume has two strikes, taking culturally significant symbols out of context and darkening the skin uh, with a brown costume. I, I think it's different when it's a character from a movie or a TV show. Okay, if it's just like a generic costume of a generic, then you maybe have the seed yes. for a valid argument. Exactly. Not, you're not even all the way there yet. Exactly. But if it's from a movie or TV show that was offered to kids, targeted at kids purposefully, yep. why would you expect them to not want to dress up as the characters they love? They want why do you hate fun? They this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They want it's genuinely like ruining all the fun. Yep. And this is now a concern also for adults. Um, I, I think that adults can at least be held accountable for what they're wearing. The kids don't have a choice. I say laugh at all of it. I saw a tweet from a drag queen called Kim Chi, who is Asian, saying, if I cosplay a look from Encanto, would that be cultural appropriation? And there were comments ranging from absolutely to of course not. We would love if you dressed up like a character from our culture. So who are you supposed to listen to? And is there any way you come out of this situation not looking like a villain? It was the, or the girl who wore, wanted to wear the, uh, the, the traditional Japanese dress to her prom? That was years ago. But I'm just but saying, you remember what I'm talking about, There was about, a right? girl, yeah, who wanted to wear like a kimono dress to her prom and she tweeted a picture of her dress uh, wearing her dress and she was just this complete nobody random person on social media that got put on blast by major media outlets 
for weeks and had her life ruined because of it. It speaks to what you said for right here, just how undecided they all are. It says, for example, if your child is begging for a Mirabel costume from Encanto, is that cultural appropriation or, uh, or are cartoon characters okay? Sometimes the rules are confusing to parents and experts don't necessarily see eye to eye about yeah. which costumes are fair game. So if they can't, do, if the experts can't even decide, why the hell do the people and have even to? If, even if there was a consensus reached by all experts, you're not obligated obligated to take your parenting decisions from experts. Yeah. It's your kid and your family and you make the decision. So Why do they think they're authorities? They're the moral authorities over us now. It also says if you have an inkling that your child's costume is offensive, choose another one. And I'm going to read it. Here's the list of things that the other things that they tell you that you should be aware of. Uh, the elderly. Don't dress up as old people because uh, not only is ageism unkind, it can target people who are disabled. <laughs> wow. Uh, so does that mean like somebody can't go as uh, a tra- like like um, who- an old w- Gandalf? Yeah, uh, don't be an old wizard. Can't be an old wizard. Uh, drugs or alcohol? Well, some adults might giggle at a toddler dressed as a marijuana leaf on Halloween. The message isn't cool. That's just moralizing. It's stupid, <laughs> but it's just moralizing. Vict- victims of genocide or war? Is that a thing? Are people going as victims of genocide or war? I, I don't think so. That doesn't seem like a thing to me. But they if, even oh, said Marilyn for, Monroe. Yes, you get, and it says, and don't go as serial killers. People are curious about uh, murderer Je- Jeffrey Dahmer following the release of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which has led to that costume being sold uh, and banned in his likeness. Get over yourself. If you're, if, so, so what? You can watch the TV show, but to dress up as him for a costume party is somehow a step further? F off. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, and then we do have the 10 problematic costumes. Yes. Uh, you cannot dress up as Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. You cannot make a joke about the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap. I say we go as slap. I'll, I'll go as Will Smith. You go as Chris Rock and I'll just. You can't dress up as the queen Queen because it's too soon you can't dress up as johnny depp or amber heard because it is related to domestic violence and you're trivializing those issues yes uh nothing related to roe v wade which i I don't think anyone was planning on that either i'll go as roe you go just a t-shirt that says roe and then no it'll be like bloody pants with a white dress (laughs) or something i go as roe you go as wade and somebody else can go as the v you can't dress up as uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> you can't dress up as anything related to COVID-19. How we, okay, that I have a question about. Do, what, would you just end up going as like a, a test strip? I don't even know. Like, would as you, like a, uh, maybe you dress up as a spore? Uh, or I'll go as a, like a, <laughs> a something that's just, just as safe and effective on your oh, shirt. Oh, I love that. Um, you can't dress up as a Playboy bunny because it trivializes the trauma that uh, Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriend Holly Madison went through in the Playboy Mansion. And you can't wear a fat suit, even though Brendan Fraser just did it in a movie. Wait, so so can you can't go as ho- as a Playboy Bunny, but can you go as Hugh Hefner? Uh, I, I guess that's loophole still on the table. That's a loophole for you. Loophole. Just go as just wear the what is it like the maroon robe that he always wore? I think the one thing I'll say is like if it's a kid, then don't put them in a sexual costume. That is a problem. There there are kind of adult looking costumes for children uh, yeah um i I don't like that aspect of it and i i see that sometimes and 
other than that, like, sure, don't do blackface. I'm pretty sure anyone other yeah. than Justin Trudeau already knows that. Yep. Anyone with a shred or of decency. Ralph Northam. Knows that that's, or Ralph Northam. Yep. Anyone other than Justin Trudeau or Thank Ralph you. Northam knows that that is just common sense. Yep. We also have this thing that's the 17 most offensive celebrity costumes. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. Uh, we've uh, got, uh, <laughs> there's, there's some, <laughs> Kate Hudson went to the wild, wild country cult. Uh, you can see them. Oof. There's uh, there's uh, Harry Hamlin as Sid Vicious because we know that Sid Vicious pushed the envelope with the, the imagery. That's, there's a lot of yikes. women going as Native American. Yeah, Nikki uh, Hilton, Ellie Golding, Hillary Duff, <laughs> and Jason Walsh went as a pilgrim and a Native American. Uh, you just look at that and you just think about my gosh, the world was so much different before everyone posted stuff to their phone immediately after a photo was taken. Like at the very least, somebody probably took this on like a crappy digital camera that eventually had to be brought home and put into an SD card reader so that they could put it on a computer and upload it. I, this Heidi Klum one is terrifying. (laughs) She dressed up as a Hindu goddess with many arms. Yikes. Uh, Scott Disick went as a sheik or Sikh. I don't know how to say it. I think it's Sikh. Uh, Tia Maori went as a geisha. Not allowed. Uh, Chris Brown <laughs> as a terrorist, even though he is already. I like a just terrorist. generally a terror. I like just just terrorist, not not a specific person in general, just terrorist. Lily Allen as Doctor Luke. <laughs> oh no! Somebody should have gone with oh, them as Kesha. No. Uh, O.J. Simpson as a gynecologist. That's great. Uh, and Pamela Anderson as a Native American. All the women just went as Native Americans. So clearly they need to be educated. They need to learn and grow and do better. And shamed. And they need to be shamed publicly, yes. So, okay. We, we agree that blackface, you shouldn't be doing blackface. That's fine. To me, it was always about whether you were playing an actual person or like whether you were trying to portray an actual person because you don't, given how much time people put into putting together costumes... You don't do it out of a place of hatred. You do it out of a place of enjoyment. Yeah, I think a lot of it's your intention. Like, uh, yeah. what's his name in uh, Tropic Thunder? Robert Downey Jr. wore blackface for that movie for the entire movie. And yeah. that was extremely ridiculously offensive. Like, yo, you want to talk about being offensive? He was making fun of a guy that wants to be black. Like, that whole thing was offensive. And they'll say, no, he wasn't wearing blackface. He was making fun of a guy that was wearing blackface while he okay i understand that argument while he was wearing blackface in a movie to sell tickets Mm -hmm. to make money so like it's intention obviously it's intention if he can get away with it you you know the intentions of adults sure absolutely open for discussion and debate and we can judge people's intentions if they're adults but i hate that kids are also getting targeted in this conversation and they're essentially being punished for liking movies that portray like other children from different cultures and loving those movies. And they're essentially accomplishing what they say they want to accomplish. Right. And then shaming you for it. But you're celebrating another culture. You're being accepting and tolerant, but you still aren't doing it the right way. You can never win. Even if you are a child with no bias, no ill intent in doing so. And it's also the parents just transposing their values onto their kids and indoctrinating them before they even have the chance to make their own mind up about it. Like, I saw another tweet from a parent that said they couldn't even throw an Encanto-themed 
birthday party for their daughter because they thought it would be cultural appropriation and that she has to refuse this kid what she wants on grounds that this kid really doesn't even understand because she doesn't have the context for it. And like nobody's going to stop anyone from another, uh, nobody in their right mind would ever tell somebody, uh, a black child that they couldn't have a Batman or a Spider-Man birthday party. Yeah, it's Because insane. it doesn't matter. It's about the character. It's about that child's love of that character and wanting to be to be able to celebrate it on a day that's special to them. Like this stuff boggles my mind more than anything when they involve children. And that whole first article is all about a bunch of social, uh, you know, um, uh, social science BS and trying to get parents to see the world through their lens so they can then affect your children. And that's evil. Yeah, if you want to go as Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder, I think that that would be fun. I, 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 Anybody. I, I just don't imagine anyone's going to like do that. Like Nobody's going to risk that these days. Like At least I don't imagine. I haven't even are. dressed up for like 20 yeah. years. We should maybe I'll go do as, so on Monday. Well, I I saw one at one point that said like uh, it was like when they um they cast uh they like there was the article that we didn't cover today about Ralph Macchio ta- having to push back on Karate Kid being too white as if there haven't been karate schools here in America for seventy years, right? They and it's extremely racist to think that only somebody of Asian extraction would do karate. I think who, who sees the world this it way? It seems like we're in a state of culture shock, like global yeah. culture shock, but we're blending. The cultures are blending now with internet and it, Which is supposedly what they want. I right? think it, it is good. It's healthy for the, yeah. the genome to have multiple genetic structures coming together and then you, your body takes the strongest from both, you know, races and then now you're a stronger human as a result from having multicultural parents or whatever. But the resistance against it, I don't like. I don't no, know what, where it's coming from. I know that the CCP is very Han supremacy. It's got a Han supremacy thing. I don't like racism. I don't like sup- racial supremacy saying you can't be that. You have to be that. I don't like that stuff. I think Hollywood can't make peace with the consequences of the messages they've pushed for yeah. the last few decades. Well, the second essentially start- assimilation, integration, and complete uh, diversity and multiplicity comes with some tensions, yeah. some conflicts. But if it's working the way that you said you wanted it to, don't switch the narrative on everyone. Because then they're just confused. Yeah. I no think, one knows how to do it, do anything right and respectfully. And that's what they want. And the problem is, is the second that people start, like the second you give an inch to, to anyone that pushes back on you on stuff like this, you give them everything. Because then if you say, okay, this one thing is offensive, but this thing isn't. Like we even, we even did it. Like, right. We're like, maybe you shouldn't do blackface. And I, I do believe that you shouldn't. But the problem is the second you give any type of credence to any of the pushback, they're going to find give them an inch and they take a mile and then all of it's bad i think that they really the critics these people they want kids to not be ignorant i mean ultimately the idea is they want kids to know about what cultures in the past suffered from so that you don't go into a blackface scenario or wear a native american feather and not know that you're you know the the european ancestors of that maybe even of that kid came over and killed off 90 percent of the population to settle their land uh and so as long as the kids know that and they, they still are like, well, I still want to wear the, co- the cool costume. But you know the pain that those people experienced in the past. Then that's, that's the important thing, in my opinion. Have, but that's up to the parent to educate the kid. Yeah, and the experts want to take that responsibility away from parents. They mm. want to be 
the parents now. They're not experts either, but who who gets to call themselves a cultural expert? That's nonsense. Only, We're all experts. only amongst themselves. People yeah, really. in really in gender studies classes and social science departments. That's who gets to do that. And now they're butting heads with Hollywood that is offering movies like Encanto that kids are loving. It did really well. Yep. And the consequence of that is supposedly the outcome that they wanted, which is tolerance and inclusivity, and it's still not good enough. But the problem, it just leaves everyone scared and, and on eggshells. No one knows how to react to anything because they don't want... Uh, it, it, ta- it weaponizes everyone's good nature, like the good nature that I think most people have, that most people don't want to be offensive or hurt another person's feelings or make, some, or, or make a mistake that uh, belittles somebody else's culture. But it also makes it harder for people to be open and free with their thoughts and their actions, right? You could do something with the best of intentions, but when you're never sure how you're going to be reacted to, how something you do is going to be re- reacted to, you're just going to choose to not do it out of fear of offending Yeah, someone. that self-censorship mm-hmm. is a tactic used by totalitarian regimes yeah. to control the population, get them to turn on each other. That's what we're doing here. Well, that's what the banks are trying to do via corporations. Yeah. I don't like it. We don't have to do it. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Super Chats. Do it. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. said, remember growing up and our parents were like, you can't make money playing video games. <laughs> I do. Did they say that? Yeah, that's what, well, they, it was just un- implicitly understood that it was a lost cause to play video games. Get outside. Go do something. What are you going to do with your life? There was uh, the, the meme of a, me- of a newspaper ad that said, like, looking to hire a meme creator for a company. It was like 80K a year. And then it says, never give up on your dreams. So true. Like, you can just, be a, you can just create memes for companies. Whoever is behind all of these fast food restaurant accounts on Twitter. And let's face it. Most Corporate memes are really cringy. Oh, yeah. Really, bad. really bad. But you know what? Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Regatan said, play Genshin Impact. Is it, is it Genshin or is it Jin? Genshin? I think it's Genshin. Genshin Impact because everyone cosplays it. Never heard of that before. Hmm. Luis Aguilar said, Brett, which DC animated movies do you recommend? Dark Knight Returns. Um, start there. Uh, I would shows? Rec- yeah, uh, and and I would go with uh, any of the any of the Batman. I love all the Batman animated sh- animated movies, but uh, like even the bad ones, like uh, Gotham by Gaslight. But there's a, a really good one that very few people that I know saw called Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, and I that, heard of that. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, and it's freaking awesome. Everyone should go and watch that. It's. Uh, Batman uh, kind of uh, runs headlong into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Ra's al Ghul teams up with Shredder. Uh, it's very, very good. Any TV shows? Um, uh, Young Justice. Okay. Young Justice. Bobby said, I say it's racist if you don't dress your kid up in a sombrero and poncho. What, my culture is not good enough for you? Happy Friday, y'all. The Bobby, did you see the? Did yeah. you ever see the the um, PragerU video of Will Witt going to a college campus wearing a sombrero and a poncho and a big mustache? Uh, and he goes to a bunch of kids. He goes, "Do you find my outfit offensive?" And every single kid there finds it offensive. Then he goes and and then just he goes into a, uh, another area and it's just all. Um, uh, I don't know where he, where he was, but it's just like he asks a bunch of people that are actually Mexican. He's like, "Is this offensive to you?" And none of they're all like, "No, no, looks really cool." they they couldn't understand why they like i actually thought what he was doing like the the mustache was kind of it was funny but it was like very clearly like over the top but like it was very clear that the people they couldn't figure out why it was supposed to be offensive 
Well, the costume parodies itself. Yes, and the and we all know that the kids just what are they? What's the word they always like to use? They look at the world through a different lens mm -hmm. than people that actually work for a living, like as opposed to college. Manufactured kids who don't. outrage. Yeah. Bring the smoke said, "I would love to help change culture, which is why I started a barbecue cooking show right here on YouTube. Yep. I'd love to work with Timcast crew. Thank you." Uh, I don't know. Bring the smoke is a good name for that. It is. It's a very, very good name. Logo <laughs> looks cool too. Uh, I, I don't like. I get questions like about that a lot, very often about like where they can, how they can reach out about employment. But that's pitches. So, pit, no, 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 it's jobs not. at timcast.com is the official email that you're supposed to reach with that. But I don't know how to like. I'm not. It's so far above my pay grade. I just I, I wouldn't the be able to tell you. Best thing to do is to have an, a show going that you can send a video to someone, get get somebody's eyes on video, something you've created with video that's already done, yeah. So that we can be like, oh, we want more of that. Mm -hmm. Donnie Bigger Staff said, "How does cultural appropriation work if a white child wants to be the modernized Little Mermaid?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, they're they're just creating more and more questions. Is that where we're going to end up, like fifty anything. years from now? Like, There's been every single race of Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, that's where we end up. <laughs> Bad up said, "Go as Princess Diana with tire tracks on your dress." That's hilarious. You could, I would um, do that, and then have like a little speaker behind you that plays "Candle in the Wind" by Elton John. <laughs> It's it's definitely not too soon, uh, at the, least for me. There was um, well, yeah, you weren't even born when yeah. Princess Diana died that was uh my mom my mom loved princess diana i still have like her she had the princess diana beanie baby still mm -hmm. have it <laughs> i think cute. she was killed by mi6 yeah it's uh there's a lot of people that believe that 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 was like it's a little too suspicious ran her off the road a little too paparazzi that i've asked why can you be ghost face but not black face <laughs> good question ghost face is a real person that's been multiple people bobby said so if I LARP as a dark elf and paint my entire body black to be in character, is that blackface? Yes. No, yes, they would, they would say they, I'm saying body, they would say that. Your body gray. Dark elves are gray. They're not black. Ah, there you go. Potatoes for Seamus said Ian should go as a pack of orbit gum. Just kidding. LOL. Much love, Ian. Well, you should go as a graphene funny. dealer. Oh, interesting. Have like a uh, like a big trench coat and you open it up and there's a bunch of graphene people. I still by. haven't seen your Orbit commercial. We should pull it up. It's yeah. on YouTube. I yeah. Know. What or do I type in? If you uh, have like Orbit scissors gum commercial. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see that. I'm going to check it right now. We're going to. Dragon Stalin 1001 said, is it cultural appropriation when one culture appropriated things from another culture, but claim it as their own now? Is it orbits or orbits of the Orbit. Just orbit. Gum. Yeah. Braids started with the Vikings. Scissors, I mean, braids no. started in multiple cultures. So there are some things that multiple cultures can claim as their own. And then ultimately it's a wash. Is it this one? That's it. All right. That's okay, Graham. Let's see it. See you later, man. I'm having noodles. <laughs> what? The? What? Dirty mouth? <laughs> I never saw this. <laughs> 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 With new Orbit Fabulous Fruitini and Sangria Fresca. Fabulous. For a good, clean feeling, no matter what. <laughs> that was fun. We shot that in one day. The Perlorian brothers directed that. Who like did you? Who, what was her name? 
Uh, Vanessa, that's Vanessa. That that visual for those of you listening on Spotify was Ian holding a pair of scissors to cut his nose hair. <laughs> that was fun. Mirror. We did that in one two it, takes. It didn't look like you actually cut it. the nose hairs. It didn't look like you go went in. Yeah, you should have put some nose yeah. hair extensions up there yeah. so you can cut some real. Yeah, one. I didn't mm-hmm. go. I didn't really. They, it was. I was. You could tell it was fake. Yeah. They ran that over the Super Bowl. I was shocked. That's, that's amazing. So funny. I one day of work, I made eighteen grand amazing. over the course of like seven or eight months over off that thing. Wow. Like on replay, One day like, work. Uh, yeah, for residuals, right. they sent me checks oh, for like two thousand okay. dollars. That's were, freaking awesome! It was awesome. It was wild. Matt said, "Ian, check out Dan Carlin, Death Throes of the Republic." I love Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. All right. All right, can you go. can you go back? I didn't get to. Can you read the one before that? Because I, I was yeah. Looking for the it was from Dragon's Tale in one thousand and one. He said, "Is it cultural appropriation when one culture appropriated things from another culture but claim it as their own now?" i.e. braids started with the vikings well they i mean they see like the there was the video game that had like the princess uh leia buns and they said you can't do that because that's cultural appropriation from 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 black culture you're not allowed to do that either gotta watch out because what will happen like in the romans cases they annihilated the etruscans to the north and then just said all this stuff is roman but it was actually etruscan so like the 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 winner will write the history to say that they created it when they actually have taken it. All right. All right. We're going to keep, we're going to keep going and we will pick back up super chats once we get through Podluck. So we have first and foremost, Billy Eichner is uh, singing. Uh, we all, everyone could get out their um, world's smallest violins here. Possibly. I'm, I'm playing it right now. You not, you'll, you'll not be able to hear it because it is so small. Yes. But uh, I'm playing it for you right now. Ian is playing his. Only gnats will hear this. Yes. <laughs> it's such a high frequency. Billy Eichner's Bros is the least successful rom-com to come out of Universal in this whole year. It's amazing how that However, works. However, I will say in their defense, this headline sounds worse than it is. There were two competitors, and one of them had Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson in it. The other had Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Those are obviously going to be way bigger draws than the actors in Bros. Well, then it speaks to the the port planning they had to not just make it a streaming release. It should have been a streaming release from the get-go. Yeah, it was set up for failure by being a theatrical release. I think that they'll learn from this, hopefully. Um, And they had a smaller budget to begin with as well than the other two. So maybe they didn't expect it to outperform those bigger name projects. But uh, it's only made back about half of what its original budget was. They have managed to pull in $11.5 million after using $22 million on production. And that's just production, not marketing added in there. Uh, well, then that, that means they've only pulled it's in It's not even s- half uh, to cover to get even. Well, th- yeah, no, that's not even that because I'm this is, Yeah, I don't think this is even showing as bad as the situation um, really is. 22, it says, it's, so, it says, yeah, it says it's made 11 million. That means that they've only keep about half of that. Yeah. A little bit more than half. So maybe about 6 million uh, on the high end because they keep about 60% uh, of the money. Yeah. So they're, they're far and far away from their... <laughs> Looks the, like this is a proper comeuppance for Billy Eichner. He's insufferable. Who on Twitter told... Uh, the world that the reason bros flopped is homophobia he said that's just the world we live in unfortunately even with glowing reviews great rotten tomatoes scores oh well imagine an a cinema score etc straight people especially in certain parts of the country just oh like the flyover states yes just uh, didn't show up for bros and that's disappointing but it is what it is 
Well, you wow, know, you are insufferable, sir. First of all, uh, imagine living in a world where you still thought that critic reviews mattered, like <laughs> to anyone. But second the of all, the great Rotten Tomatoes yeah, score, though. <laughs> imagine my shock. Uh, but also think about the fact that you know we're going into a recession, and people are going to spend their money more wisely. Yeah, they're just not going to spend money on something they don't want to see. And Billy Eichner is one of the most grading personalities, both digitally and yes. his on the okay. street stuff. In I, the world. I sent you a street interview that he attempted to do back in 2016. Can we play that just to okay. illustrate how annoying Billy Eichner has always been? Yes, I didn't even know it was him, but I've seen this video before. Hold on, I'm gonna start. Like, he really does have one of the most annoying personalities in the world. Right. Miss, are you lying low until all that La La Land hype dies down? But what? La La Land. Oh, honey, I don't know what you're talking about. With Emma Stone. Who? Emma Stone. Sorry, babe. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay, I know who that is. Okay, yeah, it's a movie musical in L.A. Definitely not going to L.A. No, you don't have to go to L.A. It's just a movie about L.A. Yeah, babe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> don't babe me, okay? It's La La Land. A lot of so Oscar condescending. Buzz. Could be Emma Stone's here. Four kids. I'm not watching TV, but sweetheart, okay? It has Oscar buzz, and I saw Emma Stone do a Q and A. All right. I don't know who you're trying to sass for a camera, but you got the right bitch to put you in a wrong motherfucking place. <laughs> okay, thank you very. I much. love her. I love her. <laughs> So shout out to that random woman on the street. As far as I'm concerned, he just told got Billy Eichner what for back in 2016. Um, he's obviously a pretentious douchebag. Always has been. And has proven that even further with bros. And we talked about it uh, at the time, closer to when it first came out, uh, no pun intended. And a big criticism was that it doesn't fit into the rom-com genre because it was very raunchy in its humor. They talked about threesomes and just a lot of like overtly sexual themes that aren't generally in rom-coms uh, with straight couples. Yeah. So you're not really assimilating it to the genre. And secondly, if the audience that it's supposedly for is gay men to see themselves represented in a movie... Uh, you're not really thinking it through all the way because men don't like rom-coms as a genre, whether they're gay or straight. They they're just not into that genre. They get dragged there by their partners. Yeah, so if you were relying on, I suppose, woke straight white women awfuls to come out and see this movie in theaters to make up for that budget of $22 million, yeah. it, you were set up for failure from the start. And then... Otherwise, um, th people said that it was far too hung up on its own cultural significance to yeah. be lighthearted and charming and funny the way you want a rom-com to be. And it was marketed like a successor in a way to like the Stonewall riots in terms of social and historical impact for the LGBT community. Notice how I pointed out that that's why people had a, a more favorable take on Black Adam is because they weren't selling it as something that was more than just a fun time at the movies. Right. All you have to do is make a movie that just says, hey, do you have a, a rough life? Uh, do you have a, a life and you want to escape for a couple of hours? Go and see our movie. You will mm -hmm. come out uh, feeling refreshed and entertained. That's all it takes. Bros also marketed itself as a first and it really wasn't a first. No. Um, I know that Love, Simon is an LGBT rom-com that came out all the way back in 2018. Yep. 
and that did far better than bros i think it i think it did have a theatrical release but it might have been on netflix only streaming should have been exclusively where this was released it, it in made the it first to, place it made it to streaming in less than a month yeah. yeah um and then the people who did like bros i feel they liked it in a disingenuous way that was only about what they thought it could uh like how they thought it could indoctrinate the audience rather than yeah. make them laugh so i saw this insane tweet uh about it saying i stand with billy eichner bros is the funniest movie i've seen in a theater if you don't like it or you won't see it then you are a racist homophobic piece of garbage and you should have your bank accounts frozen that can't be real that it, has to be fake i i don't know but like I the fact that we're even on the fence about whether that's genuine well, says a lot, right? Well, it's like what we were talking about earlier with the girls t- doing the thing about Black Panther Wakanda forever. Right. Like it, we are in a time now that's so beyond parody that you can never yeah. tell what the hell is real and what the hell is fake anymore. Yeah, and even if this particular tweet wasn't genuine, there are probably people who feel this way. Yeah, and that's scary <laughs> well like i mean that's like we need to do like more like you need to like vet everything you read just to make sure that you're not allowing somebody else like what is it? like when they can control your emotion they can control you be very yeah. careful like what you take in and make sure you vet it to the highest extent so that you're not letting something that's not even real hurt you in a way that isn't that's just designed to hurt you for that sake and not because they're actually saying something that they believe Mm-hmm. I get this like uh, this obsession with purity, and if it's like you're a you're a race, you're a this, you're a that. It's like you're not pure if you don't follow my tactics. You're not pure. Yeah, that's what the Nazis did. They were all about purity. They're like, if you don't follow our thing, then you're not pure. You're not you're you're this and that. You're not and like, dude. Well, pointing out that irony is exactly why someone like Gina Carano yeah. got fired. She pointed out that she felt legitimately persecuted for her beliefs and compared it to historical events of the past and then was punished for it. She wasn't pure enough for their values. I don't like that on either side. Like, I feel like all sides do that too, where they, uh, they push their ideas on people and like, they, they like people so long as they agree with what they're talking about at that time. But the second you stray from the, the narrative at all, no matter who you are, no matter what side you're on, the second you stray from the narrative, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're cast out and told, uh, oh, bad take, oh, this, oh, that. The reality, though, is people are dirty, they're weird, they're different, and they, it takes time for people to figure things out for themselves. People don't figure things out because you told them mm-hmm. they figure it out because yeah. you put them in a position where they were able to figure it out for themselves. And usually that's with emotional kindness and, like, comfort. You, you know, you make people feel good about being what they are and then they'll understand what you're saying so we could use more of that in the world today i think so yeah how do we do that how do you okay here's a better question wow. how do you do that online like because that's where all video of, internet video like this all conversation of this and communication sorry to interrupt being you. Unfiltered. Yeah. not interrupting people yeah what were you saying i was saying all this all these communication all these snafus ha- end up on the internet they don't happen in the real world, at least far less frequently. You're not seeing these arguments in the real world. You're seeing them digitally. So a big brunt of the miscommunication is happening in cyberspace, and that's where a lot of the unkindness and the and the problems stem from. Yeah, you you know, having access to the algorithms on the social networks is important so that you can see if things are being censored. That's a good start. But also, like they say, that the, the solution to bad 
words are better words, yeah. not less bad words. There was uh, there's been videos making the rounds yesterday and today about all of the times Project Veritas has pr- shown how like just awful Twitter has been over the years. Like all of the people who've gotten caught censoring or talking about censorship from Twitter. Uh, and that's kind of a big part of it. So it sucks. But uh, Billy Eichner, like I said, he he doesn't need to be on. Di- Serves you right. He doesn't need to be in the digital space to be annoying because we just saw him on an actual street corner being really annoying to somebody who clearly didn't appreciate it. So couldn't Karma. happen to a nicer guy. Bros was karma for that street interview. Yes, yeah, he's he's like that lady's like watching it fail and it's like <laughs> she's like really happy about it. All right, uh, tell everyone about Quentin Tarantino. Well, yeah, sure. This Quentin is- Tarantino just clapped back at Kanye West, claiming to have invented the concept for Django Unchained. Uh, Kanye West uh, allegedly said that he gave Jamie Foxx the idea that originally led to the script for Janko Unchained. And that uh, Kanye claimed that was because Jamie Foxx was on the music video set for Gold Digger in 2009, where he had this concept that he would dress up like a slave and be like performing Gold Digger. And it was this really funny, edgy concept Quentin Tarantino still seemed to have loved it. He was talking about it with Jimmy Kimmel um, recently, and he wanted to push back on the idea that Django Unchained was not actually his own concept. He said that he came up with it years before he ever even met Kanye, but Kanye had been in talks with him because he had this, uh, Kanye had this idea that he wanted to adapt all the tracks from College Dropout into full-length um, full like theatrical budget movies, it's kind of like which what is Taylor so Swift is doing now with all her yeah. uh, video. Like it shows that Kanye was hybrids. kind of ahead of his time, yeah. and uh, you know he's always had this big vision mindset, like he has now. Yeah, not much has changed. I think just the introduction of thank you, thank you guys so much. I think just thank you. seeing Kanye for who he is on social media has made a lot of people think he was. He's crazy, but yeah. before social media existed, he was the same idea. person he is now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was funny that this was framed as like a clapback. Yeah. Because Quentin Tarantino didn't even say anything negative about Kanye. I think he, understand what, he understands what it's like to be lambasted on the internet for not being politically correct or with the times. Yeah. Well, the, they're, they're always going to... Um, shift it and make the the text fit their narrative. Also, the the concept of doing the gold digger music video, um, like dressed up like a slave, like Kanye thought of, is actually like really funny and and a good idea. I don't know why that didn't end up happening, but what, um, seems hmm. like they would have been had an easier time doing that back in two thousand nine. Kanye seemed yeah. to think that this concept then went from Jamie Foxx to Quentin Tarantino and got stolen from him. I doubt I don't it. think that's I don't fair. I think that's fair. Um, here's some other tidbits of Kanye news because they just, it's the gift that keeps on giving, except it's all the, bad the, news. This is the most blatantly <laughs> like propagandistic article I've read in a while. Yeah. Uh, suspiciously, an anonymous uh, source who claims to be a former business partner of Kanye's is now telling CNN that he has always had a bizarre admiration for the dictator Adolf Hitler. 
And totally, totally <laughs> believable. Totally believable. Here is a quote about his obsession. He would praise Hitler by saying how incredible it was that he was able to accumulate so much power and would talk about all the great things he and the Nazi party achieved for the German people. This is just cartoonish. Yes. Uh, they said he spoke openly about reading Mein Kampf, uh, Hitler's autobiographical manifesto. He expressed his admiration for the for Nazi propaganda. And it's this like- individual who, of course, is choosing to remain anonymous so he doesn't have to answer for the lies he is peddling, stated that everyone in West's inner circle at the time of his 2018 album, Yay, were fully aware of his interest in Hitler. Four sources, also anonymous, confirmed to CNN that West originally suggested titling his 2018 album Hitler before it was eventually released as Yay. Um, it, it, remember what you said earlier? We were talking about stuff, and you said like that's something the, that the Nazis did well, which was uh, divide or what was it you said earlier? Yeah, they were being the purity. Yeah, like but no, before like you said something about that uh, something even earlier when we were talking about something you said uh, they did something like well. Totalitarian to, regimes, make, yeah. splitting people against each other. Yeah. It's like saying that, and then somebody saying that you were sharing, you you had admiration for them. Yeah, no, exactly. You're just acknowledging that they did something uh, that uh, that they were effective at like something. Hitler was effective. At what he was doing yeah. I mean you could argue that that he was effective but he's like he's a, a an interesting case study because of how he was able to manipulate an entire nation and honestly an entire world of people there were Nazi Nazis in New York City like yeah. like uh, rallying Nazi rallies in the United States because they were so into his message but they're conflating uh, being aware of something and being aware of the power that that something had in that means you're that, celebrating that, yeah. it yeah, it's and like, agreeing it's like, appreciating it. the power of the atom bomb not I'm not advocating for to drop atom bombs but like look at what it did to Hiroshima like that's yeah. massive and you could say there's words like um like uh wow that's uh oh what are some words that mean like just huge and big but they don't actually mean good yeah. like uh that's great the word great alexander the great he <laughs> he was a murderer like a mass murderer but they call him great it doesn't mean like morally good it just meant that it was so huge and gr- and yeah. gross in scale that it gains the term great yeah. but he wasn't like a good guy but we don't even know if what it, this person is saying is true because they remained anonymous in order to avoid accountability for what they said. They don't have any proof. It's oh, I don't believe hearsay. any of it. Yeah, all this is total, total junk. Sketch, Unless I see the video yeah. of Kanye saying it, I'm out. Sketch Therapy says he doesn't, uh, in the chat, says he doesn't read any books. Why would he, the only book he ever read, be Mein Kampf? That's exactly right. Remember what he said? He's like, <laughs> right. I don't, he's like, I've never read yeah. a book in my life. Uh, yeah. Debunked. Therapy. Like, I'm sorry, but this is like, like I said, this is like, just the headline is the most propagandistic thing I've seen yeah. in quite a long time. Like, it just so happens to come out right as everything They, they bad really is jumped to the shark with the Kanye hate at this yeah. point. I'm not listening to any of it yeah. anymore. I think it's important not to be afraid of Nazism, not to be afraid of the ideas, not to be afraid of, because if you are afraid of it, it will find you and control you. You need to understand it so that you can move around it and confront it and control it and argue against it. Like, it's worth knowing what Hitler thought so that you can counter those ideas. Yep. He was obsessed with the party, party politics. He loved party politics. If you want to think of yourself as a Republican or Democrat, you got to be really careful that you don't fall into ideology, man, because that can drive people totally dangerous. I'm I digress. I'm sure Kanye agrees. Yep. Yeah, and that's a sentiment that he's expressed in the past. All right, uh, uh, and then one. another thing that oh, happened: yeah. we misreported 
about the shutdown of Donda Academy. Uh, well, we didn't misreport. We were just, uh, it has since We didn't been have the updated. update yes. that on the same day <laughs> as Donda Academy supposedly shut down for the re- remainder of the school year, they reversed that decision and another email was sent out to the parents and staff of They're Donda like, Academy. They're like, just kidding. LOL, just kidding. Donda Academy is still up and running. They said, join us tomorrow in worship for the return of Donda Academy. With the help of our parents and community, we are back and returning with a vengeance. The children <laughs> of Donda are going to change the world. Apologies for the late email. Children of See Donda. See you bright sounds, and early. Children of Donda sounds like a horror movie. Uh, it's a, it's a, It's a very creepy tone. I don't like the sound of returning with a vengeance. I don't know what to make of it, really, or, like, why they suddenly reversed this decision. Um, I'd love to know who the leaker is. Yeah. So they're probably making bank off of leaking these parents' emails. Just a ton of money from... from, Right. uh, Like, I I imagine that TMZ has their own Kanye discretionary fund where anybody can send and spend any amount of money on Kanye news. Uh, and before we move on, I want to make a quick, uh, uh, I, I found this article and I was going to talk about it earlier and I forgot, which is Greg Berlanti's Superman and Lois might be canceled soon. And that's a shame because it's actually the only good, uh, like, like thing to be on the CW in like the last 10, like since Arrow went off the air in my personal opinion. Uh, it says, uh, it may be ending soon. Granted the CW renewed Superman and Lois for a third season. However, next star, that's the company that purchased the CW after the sale, uh, the new ownership re- prefers cheaper unscripted fare. Although Warner Brothers Discovery will still create content for the CW, that arrangement becomes uncertain in 2023. They were also talking about whether they might not want it to exist at the same time frame as Henry Cavill's Superman, which is coming back. They also lost uh, one of the main actors, one of the kids who plays the kid who plays Jonathan Kent on the show. Uh, or he plays either Jonathan or Jordan Kent. He qu- quit the show over mental health concerns for next year. So it's just, it's up in the air. And the first two seasons of, of Superman and Lois were really, really good in a time when they weren't making much. Like all of the Arrowverse shows on the CW had gone well down the drain by that point. So to have like a show, remember the other day when we were had discussions, like when was the last time we saw a, like a functionally, like a good healthy family on television? Yeah. This is actually example, an example of a good healthy family on television. And it completely slipped my mind okay. that day. So uh, it is on HBO Max and I do recommend going and watching those first two seasons. I do hope we get a third season, but uh, I'm not sure. So, and, and now we have... Firefest. We have a womp womp. The so, uh, womp womp. Billy McFarland, the mind behind the disastrous 2017 Fire Festival, uh, got out of prison in March this year, and people have been keeping an eye on him, trying to see what his next scam might be. I do, and love we the, think that we've found it. I do love this. Like, we were talking about the sociopathic nature of like of uh, lawyers, uh, of defense attorneys and CEOs. I just love the idea that the dude goes to jail for a scam, and he's just like, time to make a new one. Like they don't have. He any... just cannot be stopped. No. Let's take a look at this TikTok from Billy McFarland. Is um, it this one right here? It's at the top of the article. He's unveiling his new plans for a treasure hunt. Hey guys, it's Billy McFarland. As you might know, I effed around. And because of that, I definitely found out. (laughs) Obviously, I've had a little bit too much time to think about this. But I do feel like the moment's right to start making this up to everybody. You might have guessed but I'm working on something new. 
This time, it's a little Will Ja Rule be involved? I need to know. bigger than anything I've ever tried before. I promise I'm going to tell you everything in November. But before we get there, there's one thing you need to know now. This time, everybody's invited. <laughs> then he has this phone number show up briefly on screen and if you call or text the number it will send you an automated message saying welcome to the treasure hunt drop your contact info to come on board you going to join the ship once you add yourself you get the first clue well you get a cheese sandwich with it is what i need to know <laughs> the first clue that it sends you is a youtube video uh, that's a lot of shots underwater. It shows uh, a message in a bottle at the bottom of uh, uh, the the sand, uh, and, and it's just like very puzzling. It only has a couple thousand views, so I don't know if many people are interested. But um, this might be the beginning of his next stint in prison. Who knows? It's uh, I, like I, I, I wanna... encourage everyone to investigate for themselves. It would be, and but why don't you? I'm not sure if everyone here knows what Firefest was. Why don't you give everyone uh, a quick breakdown of what that was? Because well, that was a he went to jail for it, but a lot of people for, might have forgotten what that was. Really, what he went to jail for was wire fraud. Yeah, I'm not super well versed in Firefest. I know about its successor, Tanacon. Yeah, that was the next year. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tana Mojo followed suit and made a, con a convention for all of her fans called TanaCon. I forgot Which is extremely that. narcissistic, by the way. Calling it your own name. Um, where she overbooked a hotel venue by like 3,000 yeah. people. And all of these kids showed up and baked in the sun all day, getting like taken away in ambulances and having panic attacks. And like they were there, dropped off by their parents, totally unsupervised, unfed, dehydrated. Uh, I can't believe she wasn't like sued for that. Yeah. For real. But yeah. Um, yeah, just there's a there's a long history of disastrous real world events like this pre and post covid including astro world yeah um, he just i think he just settled as like the first of the lawsuits uh travis scott did in the astro world yeah thing i don't know how he's gonna then pay we, for any we also that. covered revolve fest that happened yeah. uh earlier this year yeah um that was another disastrous one Outside they, of, we just uh, saw the when we were young festival that was all emo nostalgia bands. And that was an interesting case because promotion for when we were young started before all of the acts or I didn't I think any of the acts had agreed to show up. So they they announced a lineup of bands and artists, none of whom had had heard of what this festival was or agreed to do it. Yeah. And then suddenly it just fell into place. And by random chance, they agreed to show up. Um, oh, and that it, some people are saying that one was a disaster too. I'm not hearing that much about it yet, other than that it was a, a success. But that was in Las Vegas. Like a whole genre of like documentary of documentary series about like horrible festivals that go wrong. I love it. Like I, uh, I love the the drama. No, no, no thank you. Uh, and, I wouldn't and, go to them. But. Uh, I, my, Cautionary my more, tales. Uh, my more libertarian principle says if you go to a Firefest sequel, you've got what's coming to you. And like you get scammed like that, you kind of have it coming to you. I also <laughs> saw another headline that said the same island where Fire Festival was organized is now being used as a 
like an enclave of crypto millionaires who are all living in condos there oh, so in like weird. a community. I don't know what's going on there. It sounds like a cult. Uh, so there's an Jared update Leto's on Billy McFarland for all of you interested. Jared Leto's up there giving them like Yeah, Jared on. Leto is, is having a getaway with all of his cult members there. <gasps> He's just know? giving them crypto, uh, crypto advice. We need to d- look into Jared Leto's next gathering. Yes. I'm gonna I'm in. gonna look into that and maybe maybe do some investigative reporting. Have to wear all white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to super chats. We got some here. Okay, Bobcat said I still want to see Ian, Elon, and Isaac <coughs> Arthur do a near future space tech stream about orbital rings and tethered rings. Can you tell me about orbital rings? Yeah, uh, well, you could do a lot of things with an orbital ring. You could send an electric charge through one and maybe deflect asteroids. Tethered mm. rings. Tethered rings, like tethered to the Earth, so that you could have space elevators going up to the ring. That's cool. I'd always thought about the the space elevators going elevators. up. Space elevators. Yeah. Talk about around. dreaming big. Whoa. Elevator to space. That's a great idea. Where does an elevator to space stop? At the geosynchronous orbital platform. Oh, there's an actual answer. Holy crap! I didn't know there was a. Okay, yeah. so it's like okay. So then, where do you go from there? Uh, you take like a shuttle to another platform, like above Mars, and then take the elevator down to the surface. Dude, who's gonna build all this stuff? Elon. Uh, Probably a lot of humans yeah. having a lot of fun. You can also use like <laughs> uh, orbital slingshots and stuff where you you magnetically slingshot things into the other orbit so you don't have to use propulsion that way. Will there be like crazy... So eco-friendly. Yeah. Will there be like uh, like coyote, like their own version of coyotes, like sneaking people into these places? Undoubtedly. Ooh, wow. <laughs> the universe is wild. There's going to be some <laughs> great sh- There's going to be some great sci-fi ideas to come out of that type of stuff. Creative Juice said Dr. James Naismith, a, a Canadian, invented basketball. Is the NBA full of cultural appropriators? Where does it stop? It never does. Well, that's the thing. They, they want it to be ambiguous so that you just give up from the beginning and never try because you ask the question, where does it stop? How do I know if my idea is bad? How do I know if mine is appropriation? Also, I would think like I'm being, I'm, I'm being, I'm not being culturally appropriate would be the way if I was like wore a head, a Native American headdress, I would not be appropriate. Why, why would that be culturally appropriate? If I'm doing the wrong thing, that doesn't make any well, sense. Appropriation to me. is a is a term used for uh, like you're taking it without permission, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you adopt Cult- it and claim that you yeah. invented it. Cultural requisition. Yeah, basically. it means take yeah. without the owner's permission, and it also yeah. means suitable or proper. Yeah. yeah. So like what? It means both. Those things are totally uh, English language asynchronous. It's confusing. It's like that meme. It says like, imagine not like English not being your first. A language seeing yacht and not just giving up. Coetro <laughs> <laughs> Jones said, "Ian, off topic, but I want to start a platform for farmers or ranchers and their customers to connect directly. Should I build it on the blockchain? If so, which one and why?" Uh, I don't know if blockchain is the best solution. If you're looking to make a decentralized service, I know that Noster is, has a lot of promise. Uh, it's better. Apparently, it's better than the Fediverse. I've talked to Bill Ottman a lot about that. It's N-O-S-T-R. Although, I don't know how good that is to start a service on right now, but I'm interested to find out. I wonder if ranchers, I wonder if they could be involved in uh, Public Square, where, uh, you know. Highly yeah. recommended if you haven't looked into Public Square. That's a good way for people to find you. Like, it's an app. It's also difficult because there are so many people still uh, in this country who don't have internet access, and that's yeah. uh, something a lot of people don't know. Johnny Derp said, "War is not murder, Ian. Conqueror and murder, 
conquer and murderer are not synonyms. Weeding out the neighbors in the BC era was self care. That is <laughs> okay. Oh my. You know, it Ooh, wasn't. It spicy. wasn't. It wasn't murder the Macedonians, Alexander's people, because they were righteous. But it was definitely considered murder to the Persians, who were like, "Why are they here?" Francisco Sanchez Jr. said the rapper West Side Gun has a ten album series named. Hitler wears Hermes, and I've not heard a peep of criticism on that. I think of also like the amount of uh, people that use uh, religious imagery in like that use like negative depictions of Jesus in their in their art and stuff like that for for that's various... extremely common, but it is considered acceptable. I don't know why. Yeah, I was just I because I, I was listening to. Machiavelli, The Dawn, The Seven Day Theory the other day. It's got this incredible, if not maybe slightly offensive, art uh, uh, on the cross. That I mean, even Demi Lovato's new album, which yeah. Ben Shapiro reviewed, by the way. <laughs> so weird. Funnily enough. I just um, I'll always picture Ben Shapiro <laughs> wearing headphones like this, bopping on a bed, like sitting down, <laughs> listening to, he's like, I love, uh, yeah, he's just listening to, like, love I Demi love Lovato. Miley Cyrus and Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato's new album, uh, Holy F, is... Uh, the the album art is her sitting on or like laying on a cross in like bondage gear in Madonna. Like, that's not even controversial or subversive anymore, no. which makes it uh, disinteresting. Also, it, it seems more mean spirited when it's not subversive anymore. It's it's, right. it's like, like when it was subversive, like I know that this isn't interesting, but I just hate you so much yeah. that I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Back in the day, you could have just assumed like, man, me, like you probably don't hate me. You're just jumping on the bandwagon yeah. and being edgy. Now it's just like, I hate your guts. I want to <laughs> believe. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hurt your feelings. Matt said, I actually, I, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but that Madonna's actual legal name that she was given at birth is Madonna. No. Oh. So it's not even her fault. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that, which she, is crazy. She built her career around that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna Louise Sison. She was apparently. actually named that. Okay. Matt said, any thoughts on YouTube handles? I think like uh, we just, ours automatically became at Pop Culture Crisis, but like, yeah, they introduced YouTube handles now to make it that's easier weird. for people to- Yeah, I gotta to, do that for my channel. Yeah. They just default to whatever you originally I had. I think it was, uh, I have to double check on that though, but I like, because of the, the I don't hierarchy. like change. Yeah, well, you're like, no wonder we're such good friends because like, <laughs> nobody hates change more than me. Remember when they had to like integrate Google Plus into Duh. YouTube and you couldn't have an independent like YouTube account anymore? Yeah. That was like your own username instead of your legal name. Yep. Ugh, it's such a violation of privacy. T-Bone said, Ian, do you think Elon will bring everyone back to Twitter? Um, I don't know about everyone, but I think that he'll unban a lot of accounts. What's well, uh, already happening from what I've seen. I want seen. my accounts, to, my all 26 of my past accounts to get unbanned, unbanned. right now. Show up one day on your phone. All that would actually be a nightmare. I don't want everyone to see what I was tweeting back then. Um, but also, like, uh, did you see the video of him with the sink? He definitely looked like he was having. Yeah. It was definitely not a prop sink. He was definitely Elon struggling was to struggling carry to carry that that heavy ceramic sink. Yep. He mentioned putting together a bunch of uh, like a new administrative board to talk about who to bring back and how to bring people back. I think the community is mm. the best uh, the best way to go. Let the community do banning and unbanning of things. I think there should be a better appeal system where you have a human contact. Yeah, on Minds, there's a jury system. So if you get banned uh, for some, someone reports you, oh. it goes to a, a 
the jury, basically people that opt in and they want to be part of the right. jury, they'll vote like, did this violate terms? Yes or no. If enough people say yes, the content gets banned. Then you can mm-hmm. appeal it. It goes to a new jury. If they say, yes, this does violate, it gets reband again. There's got to be a bunch that's of like, parlor. No, that's mine. There's got to oh, be a mines. bunch of shit posters who just want to be on a jury so they can vote against. Right. But if, if you vote against something and it actually does violate over and over and then your account has a tendency to go against what's right, then you'll lose value in the system as a jury. Well, what is against the rules? Yeah, I see. There. Well, you how do we know terms, what's right? You have to accurately decipher the terms of service and then say yes or no, this did violate. It's not about what I want to be on the site. It's did it violate the terms? Yeah. Well, what, what terms are there? On mines, it's yeah. uh, whatever's legal in the United States is legal on the site. And that's in Connecticut state law. Okay. Except for then you have things like spam, which isn't like constitutionally pr- not talked about legally in the United States. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a social network thing. So spam can get banned. Um, what else? Doxing can get banned. Yeah, that's I illegal. Porn, yeah, por- it's, it's child por- doxing is maybe. Well, doxing is weird, man, <clears throat> because we used to have phone books where everyone's info was public anyway. We just didn't have a public forum for someone to go. Yeah, but you could opt out of, a, of being in the phone book. You didn't yeah. have to choose to be in the phone book. Mm-hmm. Will Cybernaut said, I just became an Ian Stan. Well, welcome to the club. So we're, all we're all Ian Stans, Stans here. here. Mm-hmm. Stans Hall. Potatoes Stand for Seamus said, breaking Mary goes as Billie Eilish for Halloween. Not going to happen. Why not? Not going to happen. Why not? I don't like her. You don't like Billie Eilish? Also, I hate to even admit this, but people have like compared me to her. And it's like, I was born first. Comparing her to me. You're older than her by like what, two days? <laughs> no, I, like by at least a year. Yeah. Uh, she's tw- what, she's 20? I don't Yeah, she's not old enough to drink yet, so you're at least two years older yeah. than her. Yeah. Or, uh, or a year and a half older than her, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I is. came first, so. Billy, Billy was born December 18, 2001. What about you? August 14th, 2000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> year and three months. <coughs> me and Ian are just over here just, just literally like willowing, wilting away. When were you born? 86. Good year. Yeah. I was 79. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay young. Genetic age is different than solar age. That's, uh, well, but you, you know, know that. Live uh, live well. Like I, I, I think that I, I managed to not look as old as I could by now given the amount of mistakes I made in my youth. <laughs> I cut sugar out of my diet when I was 28. Not totally, but I stopped eating like bags of Kit Kats. My yeah. God, everything got so much better and my body stopped aging. It yeah. actually started to get younger. It was crazy. Like, I got less puffy. Yeah, have, you ever, have you followed up or have you followed in any of the stuff about that says, like, uh, that the sugar industry paid a bunch of money to, to make the fat industry look bad yeah. back in, like, the, the low true? The yeah. low-fat craze in, like, the late 80s was about pumping sugar into foods to make them more delicious. Yeah. Um, and it really demonized fat, but healthy fat's super important. I mean, trans fat can be pretty nasty, though. And you mentioned cereal. That's, like, the biggest... Place where yeah, that is, I saw this. I, I again, I don't know if this is true. I always say that before I make a statement like this. But like, I saw this um this rumor uh, that there's there's proof schizophrenia, like rates of schizophrenia, um, like case numbers actually went up after the adoption of grains as the predominant uh, thing like that we consume in the American diet. Um, that like case numbers of schizophrenia have gone up significantly since then. But I, yeah, it's a lot of worrying things about that. Do you think TikTok is actually causing people to have body, like 
like spasms ticks? and ticks? No, they're just attention seekers. Think they're, just, they're not actually developing it. Like you don't think there's a no. way that in their brain, like they do it enough, like it starts that way in their brain. Like fe- it's like it's like a quit making that face. It'll get no. stuck that way. Because like, ticks, <laughs> like in real cases where people have ticks, uh, like Tourette's, it's a neurological thing that you can actually go into their brain and physically change their brain, like structure to yeah. stop it from or, or make it less severe that's a real thing so you can't just change your brain structure by watching tiktoks that we know of so yeah that we know of yet in the past and i do have one question since halloween's on monday what has been your favorite costume that you've worn in the past oh well i felt called out when they mentioned the prisoner thing because i have been that in the past when i was like 10 <laughs> Um, Any specific, up as, did you go as a specific prisoner or you just went as no, a prisoner? Just, just, just a prisoner. Yeah. Um, hmm. The past, uh, like more recent years, I just dressed up on All Saints Day as a saint. Oh. And my school would like go all out. We would all do a costume contest for like dressing up as saints. And uh, a lot of them did kind of gory ones because if you dress up as a martyr you can like hold your like have a prop that like you're holding your own head like your beheaded head or like have like a bloody like fake cut on your neck or like so they got to do one the year i had yeah i dressed up as a saint who gouged out her her own eyes <laughs> um <laughs> and i like had these like bloody tears and then i, I won a prize for that i then the next year, I won first place dressing up as Our Lady of Sorrows with like actual um, fake tears running down my face and like a, a big crown. Did you see the video of the fake Kim Kardashian of the, the, CGI, the, the CGI tear? tear? No, I have to yep. look into that. It's so guys, look up. There's suspicious. a video where she's like, they they say she's crying in an episode of uh, the Kardashians, and they, somebody's like, the tear looks really, really fake, and I can't it's tell weird. if it's just a but fake. But you tear. can literally just take a like uh, any 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 set. You can just take a dropper and just add a fake tear. But yeah, why would you go to the effort of CGI? I keep seeing on Twitter uh, at the top banner, it'll be like this video that you've been seeing is do- has been doctored. Officials say, experts yeah. say, <laughs> doctor. Video's been doctored. Video's it's been doctored. Weird. Like the last two weeks, I've seen a lot of that. I'm not believing any of that as long as they can, until they can tell me who the hell the expert is. Who is this expert and what makes him such an authority? I ask you. Very weird. I ask you. Will sort of Cybernaut said, "Billie Eilish is great value, Mary." Yes, so true. Uh, well, Kirkland, Mary. <laughs> Remember here we call them Kirkland, Kirkland, Kirkland Mary. That's uh, is that a Minnesota thing? No, no, that's came, that's from out here. Oh, really? uh, I would just call them Discount Mary. Okay, <laughs> mine's a more all-encompassing, inclusive term, not brand specific. Yeah, I, I don't want to leave out people who don't live in an area where you can get great value that's, products. That's true inclusivity. That's true inclusivity. Rega Tan said, "Mary is August two thousand. I'm February two thousand. I win." I would nice. like to see the age breakdown of our viewers. They're, that would be um, interesting. That'd be awesome. I, I think I've seen the. Uh, I think they skew like into my age range. I don't know if that's just because they like my natural interests and in what we started covering when this channel started just seemed to fall in line with people that were my age. The Rega Tan is on the yeah. younger side then. Yep. Anyone yeah. born after two thousand, please tell me. Great, we, we gotta uh, stick together. Uh, in, in the chat, someone says, uh, great value is, uh, is not as good as Kirkland. They, they chose Kirkland oh. over great value. I'm not sure if I, if I have an opinion. War of the off brands. I, I, I consume more great value because I just don't go places where there's a lot of Kirkland products, but either way, 
you know. Uh, Kirkland is owned by Costco. Yeah, I, I don't go to Costco. I go to there's a Walmart. Walmart owns Great Value. I yeah. love the story that um, the CEO of Costco threatened to murder somebody because they wanted to raise the price yeah. of the Costco hot dog deal. Yeah, somebody's like, <laughs> there was a meme that said like, it's like everyone's like the prices are going to be higher. It's inflation, and then it's like it's his Costco CEO is like, I would literally, I'd rather burn this place to the ground than raise the price <laughs> of the hot dog. With, I would rather burn this place to the ground with you in it than raise the price yeah. of this damn hot dog. Yeah, well, all the other food is super cheap. Like somebody pointed out, they're like, well, the other stuff on the menu is not that cheap. Most of it is. Like most, like if you go to, have you ever been to? Like a Costco and gotten like the you might not get the not hot got dog, the hot dog though. But there's like there's a bunch of stuff on that menu that's all very very reasonably priced. And I kid you not, we were there, me, Andy, and Lydia like a, a month ago, and I felt so bad for the guy working there. He had to be the saddest, most unhappy looking person that I've ever seen, like in a very long time. To the point where like I like uh, I was like looking. I was like, please tell me this is one of those places that actually has the tip thing that they turn around where they don't actually earn the tip because it's just them turning an iPad around, but they didn't have it. Like I was like hoping to help this dude out because it just seemed like he was having the worst day ever. And then the other lady that was working there, and this is what I think it was from, she was like the happiest looking person you've ever met in your entire life, and you can tell just. Maybe he was having just kind of a bad day, but this lady's like over the top happiness was just pissing him off. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like you're coming to the day and you're just like you're just meh, whatever. And this lady's just being annoying, and it's like she doesn't mean anything by it. She's just having a good time, but it's like disparate personalities clashing, working in this very small space. It's like when you have a, a roommate, or when you're the roommate that goes and works out, and then you come back and your roommate's on the couch, like watching. And you're like, how you want to get him to work out? Yeah. You're in that like euphoric state. And it's like when you're the other one, you're like, oh, my God, my annoying roommate's back and is going to all this energy. It's uh, there was a it wasn't a Trevor Wallace skit, but it was like it was like living with a finance bro once like crypto got big. And it's like a guy comes in. He's like, dude, 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 dude. And just he just won't shut up about crypto to this dude. He's like, I'm literally living less than paycheck to paycheck. Shut the hell up. Bad app said age, sex, location, everyone. Thirty two male earth. Say that again. Bad app is is giving his age, sex, location. <laughs> yeah, okay, ASL, man. Well, I, I went to I was American Sign Language was ASL where I I went, but yeah. I forgot almost all of it. Bobcat said, Ian, check out Isaac Arthur's videos on orbital rings and tethered rings. The ideas are even more versatile than you said. You can build planets. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna look at some of these. We've got uh, the we've got some birth years here, guys. I'm, I, they're okay, not let's super see chats. Them. We've got 1974. Should I read the names? Is it rude? They, 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 they volunteered the information. Johnny yeah. Derp, 1974. Uh, uh, Serge says 1915. Ellen says 1974. In February, Bree Hawk, 94. Uh, we're getting a pretty good Great range year, there. By the yeah. Way. Uh, John in the Future, 89. Wow. Lots got, like, of huge. diversity. That's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the way. Potatoes for Seamus, 1821. Holy crap. Wow. We got, like, He's still alive. Yeah. He uh, lived through the... The potato famine. famine. <laughs> Isaac Lucian, uh, 1978, Disco Baby. Oh. Disco Baby, not Disco, comma, Baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis Aguilar, 27, male, Davis, California. Hmm. So we've got... Uh, this is fun. Yeah, we've got, we've got people of all age ranges there. I like it. It means we're, we're reaching out. Can the PCC live chat turn into a dating app? <laughs> Undoubtedly. I used to make a lot of YouTube videos, you know, 10 years ago or so, and people that would watch my videos end up getting married. 
like people they, in the comments section yeah they start video. chatting and then they make because they were what? making videos too and then they'd see each other and they start talking and now they're married that's so funny we need movies to be made about that that's real that's what the real romantic comedy their kids about. turn out great too about, like, yeah meeting on twitter yeah that would be hilarious. Internet video, baby. I, Twitter's like literally. I would rather meet somebody on Tinder than no. I I know people who met on Twitter and I've held their babies. That is it incredible. Ha it happens. That's, That's amazing. Internet's a powerful place. That, that doesn't. That's still not a good argument for Twitter existing. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you get what you give. Uh, Waffle Sensei said, "Can I get?" a paid for happy birthday from my peeps at PCC tomorrow is the day and Elon already got <laughs> me the best gift I gift I ever could have asked for happy birthday waffle yeah. sensei and happy not birthday, just dude. not just happy birthday man but like not just you but Dane was also having the day of his life so uh you your and Dane are on top of the world right now you for your birthday and Elon Musk and Dane just because he was so glad to see Elon Musk just giving it to everybody. Yeah, he gained like it. two pounds of muscle just from pure excitement. <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm glad you got some good news. That is very good Happy news. Happy birthday. High Voltage 75 said 86 club here too, Brett. Yes. High five. 86. My brother would love that. 86. He's a big and, fan. And then in 87, the Minnesota Twins won the World Series, and then they won again in 91. But yeah, 87, 86. So I was one year old when we won the World Series for the first time. Bad app said, happy birthday, Waffles. Taco Bell breakfast wins. I got a, a message in Slack about Taco Bell that got me very excited. Taco early. Bell breakfast isn't bad. I've heard very good things. I, I wouldn't eat it, but that's like, uh, I, I'm a McDonald's breakfast guy. If I, I have, stopped eating the shells, the uh, tortillas. I've kind of cut back on tortillas. I just eat the innards But they now. have Do, something called the Bell. naked chicken chalupa where it's <laughs> it has a chicken shell. Oh, by the way. And they also have a naked egg chalupa that's for breakfast. By the way, guys, you egg don't shell. understand this. But Mary is a very is a connoisseur. I love of Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Okay, we need to get you. Taco Dane Bell. was just saying like I only ever see you eat mac and cheese and candy, <laughs> and I was like I really am a child, don't I? <laughs> I was like earlier I was like yeah she likes she likes color. I like Taco Bell mac and cheese and candy and pretty pictures with colors and pretty colors. You, like, <laughs> you eat kimchi at all? Uh, I've had it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Need yeah. some later. So, but yes, there was a good message in the Slack about. Uh, about uh, Taco <laughs> Bell, I uh, like. Also, I, I'm out of place here because everyone here's like either keto or they they don't like any of the bread or grain. Yeah. And I'm here like I'll take all the bread and all the grain. You literally dip French fries in mac and cheese. I do. It doesn't I, get more carby than that. I, I, I love yeah. It. Or I, I like. I literally buy like I buy like French bread to or like uh, Italian bread to put in soup to eat with soup and stuff oh, like that's that. Nice. I love I love bread. Yeah, it'll grains. it'll it'll bring you back from the brink of starvation. That's for sure. Yeah, but then it'll just keep you. There, right on the brink of starvation. Well, so what it would uh, what it would do is because it would uh, you know make you tired all the car. Like I'd mm -hmm. like I'd eat right before the show well, and I'd yeah. be like, yes. Yeah. If you if you overdo it, yeah, yeah. Center conservative mom ninety eight said nineteen ninety eight. Mary, I was shocked. I was older than you. Uh, wow. yeah. I don't know. Some people say I seem older than my age. Like. Like uh, in my late twenties or something, they said. In mm -hmm. in personality and mm -hmm. and uh, in linguistics, yes. In you're like, trust me, you look like a child. You look like a child. <laughs> I would I, I will sometimes accidentally refer to her as a child uh, <laughs> when we're when we're working, and then I have to apologize later and be like, it's not meant to be condescending. It's just that I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's not meant rudely. Bad app said we can get hitched at Taco Bell, <laughs> but you plan. Um. You yeah, know. I'm the problem, right? He's like, I'll buy you whatever you want off the dollar menu at McDonald's, but you plan. They don't even have a dollar menu anymore. I know, really? It's, really sad. it's a travesty. 
It's very tragic. What do they have a two dollar menu? Or they just get rid of it all together. Got rid of it all together. The, they used to have like the vanilla ice cream cone on there for a dollar. Remember those Choco Tacos? Those days are over. <sighs> Gee, Choco they got tacos. rid of the Choco Tacos. Are over too? Yeah. They're gone. They they got uh, they didn't sell enough apparently. Smash it in the nineties. Those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things just aren't the same. I got I got clowned once because I used to get the uh, at the when you go to like a an ice cream truck I would get the teenage mutant Ninja turtle with like the gumball eyes, uh, and my friends would just make fun of me mercilessly and I could never <laughs> figure out why. I'm like, why is that funny to you? <laughs> Nobody ever explained it to me. Also, by the way, somebody needs to make an app that tells you where all of the ice cream trucks are at any given time. Oh, that's I, brilliant. It, it's weird. They're kind of dis- disappeared. Like, yeah. I didn't see any. I think there is one recently. like that. There's an, Like, I saw an app that was like that, but it, was, it had very low rating and not a lot of people were using it. But you need to get one that's basically like, then all of the ice cream truck drivers who want to increase their business sign up so that they can be found by delightful yeah. people everywhere who want to consume ice cream goodness i don't know why i think i just think food from food trucks is ec- extra bussin it well it's you're, it's supposed to be right it's like the, yeah. the more unsanitary it is yes. the, the better it tastes is, what's bussin is that dirty? <laughs> <laughs> well ian, ian your hair is not permed or speaking of no generational differences yeah. Yeah. Uh, bussin 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 is like oh so good. effing good yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, food truck food trucks are nice. That's like a way of life out in LA. Yes. A yes, lot of late absolutely. night food trucks. I'm Just like Brett says, you can enjoy your California burrito for lunch when while watching Pop Culture Crisis at point. Pacific. Ooh, delicious Ooh. on mul- multiple levels yeah. there. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a couple more. Potatoes for Seamus said after the dating show, the couple can go to Waffle House for a nice dinner. Yes, it's not a Waffle House, it's a Waffle Home. There's no such thing as breakfast, lunch, or dinner at Waffle House. It's just... All the same stuff. I haven't been. Is it new? Waffle House? <laughs> no. 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 Like, I mean, when I say new, I mean like in the last 20 years. Oh, no. I think I, older, than that, older than that, probably. I hear a lot about it. Um, I get clowned on going there, too, because I get a burger from Waffle House sometimes. Is it 24-7? Is that yeah. why? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You should try it, though. It's it is tough. kind of interesting. It's still 24 hours, too, right? It's like yeah. the oh, they've been around. Always will be. 1955. Always will be. That's it's old. Like the only mm-hmm. one that didn't bow to the COVID pressure. They're like, we're staying open 24 hours. We don't yeah. give a crap if our employees get sick. <laughs> Bad up said, I'd let you order off the cantina <laughs> menu, baby. See, dude, he's just, he, that's all the moves right there. Nice. The, the, like, <laughs> that is how you woo Classy. a woman. That is how you woo a woman, I tell you. Potatoes for Seamus said, when is the wedding of Bad Up and Waffle Sensei? Uh, I would love to see that. Waffle Zap. What would the name be? Bad Up Sensei? Who takes whose name? What's the ship name? Yeah. We want to know. Bad Sensei. Bad sensei. I think bad like sensei is where it's at. Bad sensei Waffle sounds app. like a. I think of like bad, bad, bad robot. The J.J. Abrams oh. production company. Bad yeah. sensei sounds like a somebody started like a Simu Lu started his own production company. Mm. Let's go. All right. Those guys. are all the super chats. Thank you, uh, Ian. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me, Brett. Let everyone know where they can find you, my friend. You can find me tonight at Timcast IRL on YouTube. That is youtube.com slash, I think, Timcast IRL, <laughs> but search for it and you'll find it. I'll be there at 8 o'clock p.m. You can also follow me, Ian Crossland, across all pretty much all social media networks. Send me a message wherever. Hit me up and I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Yeah, we have to figure out you guys have a handle yet or not. I don't know. Let's you find f- out. You figure it out. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mary Archived if you want to see pictures of me. And if you want to hear my thoughts, you can follow me on Twitter at Mary Archived. And, Not uh, inane thoughts? What? Not inane thoughts? Yeah, they're inane. Okay, yeah. Okay. They're, and they're memes too. Um, 
there are only a few days left for Jeremy's Razors competition to earn his 250k prize. You can help us earn points in that competition by clicking on our referral link below, and it gives you a whopping 35% off of a Daily Wire Plus membership. That is a chunk. So help us out. I'm impressed with the amount of points that we've racked up so far. Um, yeah. Uh, and also... I wanted to shout out something that we should shout out more often, the PCC subreddit. I want you to submit all of your memes, all of your clips about the show or about anything we talk about there, and we want to do meme review again as soon as possible. That was a fun time. Perfect. It's being specifically requested. Yes. We're going we're gonna to be doing a meme review as soon as possible. Also, this time, because last time before we had actually committed to meme review, I was checking it intermittently. Now I'm not checking it just to make sure that it's all yeah, brand new yeah. uh, before I had seen a bunch of them. Because you guys want to yeah. see our fresh reactions to yeah. your memes. But also th there's something to be said, guys, that sometimes like when we're people will be like, oh, like I love this thing you talked about today. And my brain just like when the show's over, like I'm like, what? I said just that? completely yeah. memory hold everything that we talked about. <laughs> like some people are like, what did you talk about on the show today? I'm like, we talked about this and then. Uh, yeah. Like it just goes, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, when you're, you're like in a, flow state, it's almost, I mean, maybe not impossible. To, that's why I started making internet video, to be honest. I was like, I don't remember my thoughts. I have to write them down. I couldn't write fast enough, so I started making a video. I figured it was just a coping mechanism from just doing uh, so, as much as you do every, you know, talking about oh. as much stuff all the time, every day, that's actually specific to a topic that you're just like, it kind of goes out like I'll remember it if somebody says you said this I'm like oh yeah I did say that right but like otherwise like I don't remember like I'm gonna be like what did we talk about today Wakanda forever and uh I don't know someone in the chat just said give love to these crazy kids for letting us have a spot of happiness today that's really sweet thank you and another person called us out because we didn't show Hannah Claire her meme review clip we'll do that, that the one that was six hours of work I we promise to do that next time she's on the show next week. Whoever whoever made that one, could they uh, post it again to the top? Because I had to, I had trouble finding it. I think I was looking for it that day and I couldn't oh. find it. Uh, maybe repost it to the yeah, top yeah. and we will show that to Hannah Claire next. Uh, won't be next week because we will not be here oh, on right, Tuesday. Right. I also want to make an announcement, guys, that we will not be here next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The goal is to be back for a show on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, Carter will be on with us and uh, I, be I believe Ian, Ian is yeah. going to be on that day, yeah, right? Yeah, let's right? do it. Uh, we're going to be talking you guys are gonna fill us in about uh, some upcoming news that's uh, that's pretty big very exciting yeah all right so uh we will not have shows tuesday wednesday thursday if anything changes we'll be updating you in the in the uh community tab on the youtube page but we will be here on monday guys so uh if you'd like to follow me on instagram you can follow me at brett dasovic uh i don't post a lot of pictures but i post a lot of skating clips and i post tons of memes tons of memes in my story you highly can me. curated instagram story from brett dasovic there to make you laugh and not make life too divisive that's uh, that's what it's all about uh and then for the show we are here monday through friday normally like i said not next week tuesday wednesday thursday but usually monday through friday 3 p.m eastern standard time that is noon pacific if you'd like to follow us on social media we're at twitter op, at pop culture underscore show facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis on instagram at pop culture crisis pod also we are on amazon music apple podcast pandora and spotify if you'd rather listen rather than watch and then i do want to also impress uh i 
would like everyone, please, uh, if you're not following the channel already, please hit the subscribe button, uh, like the videos, leave comments on the videos, share them. I don't push that enough, but it is uh, one of the best ways to kind of get the show out there and, and uh, share it with people and help us grow as a channel is to just subscribe and share it with your friends. So uh, we look forward to being back. We'll be back on Monday. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.